Friday already. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, creepy big dick Toledo, ready to go for a glorious Friday. Keep your eyes on the windows today, boys. I got some people I think maybe after me. I got, I got some... Uh, Stalkers? No. An angry mob, perhaps. Last night, I uh, I went to uh, meet a couple of friends, Phil and Belinda, and my, uh, my buddy... Uh, Colin showed up, and Aaron was there, and we had a little get-together because there's some. we're supposed to go to a dinner this weekend, and blah, blah, blah. So we had all agreed to go and meet at a place called the Casual Pint over on 16th Street Highland. On just have a couple drinks, say, hey, haven't seen him for a little bit. So. And they have this game called Singo going on, a bar game. Singo, it's bingo with songs. So you just grab a card, and your card is loaded with song titles. As they play, you X them off, win prizes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Dominated. Oh, my God, did I ever. With first, Colin? First, no, no. Well, it's just bingo. It's just luck. I mean, there's nothing you can do about, like, your knowledge of anything. It's just you got a card, with, and they play the songs, and then you just X off the song titles. So, you know, it's not like, oh, you have to know anything. So we're sitting there. Oh, that's... I am the first three-time winner in one night of uh, Singo, and those rubes get upset when you take away their prizes. So I get the first bingo line, I'm like, yay, then you have to connect two. I'm the first to two, then you gotta get the whole card. Blow the card out. The game ended in forty-five minutes. It usually lasts about two hours. My card was magic. I just killed it. Kept raising my hand going, got another one. Well, it's all luck. So you should have went to the casino. I know, I thought about it. Sango! Rolling. It's nothing better in a room full of drunks who want that shirt. That mother bunch was the brewery. And they're giving out uh, glassware and shirts and like uh, coasters. And every once around the corner, you hear, Sango! And that was me winning again. And, the, and he's like, Really? How close are you to the end? And I got two more songs. You play two more of my songs, I'm in. Who's got three? Nobody. Four? Who's within five? No one? Six? Who's within six songs? And finally, some guy's hand goes up and he goes, Yeah. Two out of the next three songs are on my card. Sango! You know what you should have done after oh, you they were angry. Take the prizes and like spill a drink and wipe it up with that shirt. Yeah. Well, I just walked around with Throw them the glass away in the bar. Like I just couldn't. I can't. I'm gonna need help to the car. I've got so much because they were like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" These drunks like, "Hey!" Throwing their papers at me and I'm like, "Ah, oh, got it." I can't even defend myself. I've got so many prizes to carry to the car. Then I realized, I'll buy that off you, man. These drunks want that stuff. So now it is my gun. They had to announce like we've never had anybody win all three rounds before. It's pretty amazing. Yes, it is. So have you been banned from Singo? I think if I go back next week and win it all over again, probably going to ban me. It's kind of fun. Get beaten up. Oh, they were very, very upset. I'm like, come on, guys. It's, uh, it's no big deal, you know? You just got dominated. That's all. You just have to know what it feels like to be bent over and railed at a bar. You know. You weren't going to have a, a good night when I showed up, and there I was. Singo champion. There's a uh, an arrogance to your second Singo that makes you feel pretty strong. Because even the host is like, really? Singo! Really, dude? Yeah. And then he has to rattle him off, and the crowd's like, yeah, he's got him. Damn it. Damn. All right, there's no way he gets the next one. You have to get all the songs on your card. Literally, like, 12 minutes later. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. Sango! And then I'm the champion again. They're starting to bring me more T-shirts and more stuff. Oh, it was great. I went and yeah. played uh, Legit Bingo not too long ago at uh, Lone Butte. Everything's computerized. Yeah. What? So they don't do the blotters anymore? Well, you can buy extra cards and do the blotters, yeah. but like the main games are computers. Well, that's no they good. They little... And you just... It, you don't even have to do anything. You don't... I, I figured like you'd at least have to like touch the button. The, yeah. Nothing. So it does it, does it for you. Does it automatically? Well, that's bingo. Wow. Is it automatic? Yeah, you type in your cards. Half uh, the fun was watching those old people go... Yeah. 
yep. with their and double then calling bars. out the wrong bingo. Two handed, yeah. so you can't even like screw it you up. Can't even lie. No, oh, you. I, I sat there and drank. Yeah. So yes. you drink while someone announces what a computer's doing, and then you're like, "Hey, that's me." Yeah. It'll go. It'll go when you're off. like one or one away. It'll go ding, and then you look at, it, and then you're like, "Ooh, ooh, I'm close to a bingo." Now I'm excited, but nothing. I don't have to do anything. My old man Fred used to play bingo all the time because he and his buddies would rake in that thing. I didn't realize what kind of stakes you can get into in bingo. He's like, Roger won 30000 last Friday, and I pulled out eleven. And I'm like, wait, bingo thousands? What, is that real money, or what are we talking about? Monopoly? Got some big, uh, yeah, jackpots. 10 and 15 grand around in the midday bingos. These old people aren't screwing around. I used to make fun of them for, eh, what are you going to win, 100 bucks? Yeah. Usually got the, you have to get the bingo in like... Only 24 numbers or something yeah, like that. Well, they play all the time, so every once in a while that... I don't know how much the cards hey, are. Hey, Getting the expensive cards and throwing the $30,000 jackpot at it. Roger won 30 last week. We're going to go back in. Like, what's the most you've won on that? I've pulled 11 a few times. <laughs> Is that right? You can't possibly lose $11,000 before you win 11000 in bingo. How bad a bingo problem do you have? But don't they sell, like, different... Amounts of like you can buy a hundred dollar card and things yeah, like you that. Yeah, you can buy. Yeah, they have levels. So if you go, you know, still, I'd be hard pressed to spend eleven thousand dollars on bingo yeah, in any any bit. period of time. But hey, yeah, it used to be fun. I used to go when my grandma was in town. She's like, let's go play bingo. You get double blotters, and that old broad could two fist that. Pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, wow, you're playing like nine cards. You're, you're I've got two. <laughs> yeah, we bought we bought extra cards just so we could do the blotter, but then there were still some games where you can't couldn't use them. No so kidding. we're just sitting there. That like, does stink. We're like bitching the whole time. Like, really? Yeah. I remember when bingo was great. Make bingo great again. <laughs> Nothing but blotters. Imbaga. Imbaga. You could screw it up yourself. Yeah, you could mess up. Out. Bingo, I think. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. We'll come down to Singo, Eric. It's fun. Yeah, maybe. And you get to do that. your own X outs, and uh, and you can get dominated by me. Man, I didn't realize. You don't need a blotter there. You just you give your pen. Just oh, X them out as you go. Yeah. I just didn't realize how crazed bar trivia people were about losing. They're bad losers. A lot of them just so, just sour faced and then laughed. Man. Big, big uh, moan after. Oh, the, the second Singo. Pretty much sent him through the moon. Oh, what the... When uh, the host went by, I goes, how close are you? And I'm like, one more song. Two tickets to paradise, and I got a third single. <laughs> and, I, and I told him, the worst part was I started calling my shots. I'm like, two more songs, and I'm in. But I'm not going to get the next one. What, what are you talking about? I'm like, two tickets to paradise comes up in two songs. Yeah. Watch this. And then two songs later, I got two tickets. And like, um, excuse me, I believe another Singo is mine. So what does the host do? He just puts it on shuffle? He walks around and just, well, he kind of just keeps track of who's where and stuff. It's a it's a program. It's a computer. Yeah, you, that's you what I'm it. saying. It just, like, shuffles so, yeah, songs. he pauses and hits the button. Because if he has anything to do with it. No, no, he pauses and hits the button. So it's a program. And then he goes back after I he say Singo. Slip, slip it would have been interesting. I would have loved to. I would have loved to have done it. I would have done it. Now and now that I know how mad it makes those rubes, <laughs> I, I would go, give me the winning ticket. I'll give you $1,000. It would have been interesting, your take, if it was on the other side. I'd have been One fine. of the rubes won three times in a row. Oh, I'd have, I'd have marveled at his uh, ability to win three in a row and laughed at like how much it meant to him. It would have been great. And he's walking around, I own this game. Well, I was clearly arrogant. Uh, to make them mad, I was, I was being very, very... It wasn't even passive-aggressive. It was aggressive-aggressive. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. So most of the time, we'd probably laugh can at the you, person. Can you pick... No, they weren't. The old people. No, what I'm yeah. saying, if you're watching it... Yeah, no, I'm happy when people win. I like it. Nothing make, like being cocky with random luck. Uh, random <laughs> luck, and there's nothing like being angry at random luck. Yeah, I, I think being cocky about it is hilarious, because it's like, look, I'm lucky. 
Uh, Megan gets mad when people win in Vegas. Like, she gets upset. Really? Well, not like mad at them, but just like, it, it just a frog. Ah, she just wants it, like, to be her. And I'm like, she gets mad because I'm like, awesome, great job. Like, if somebody wins a jackpot next yeah. to us, I'm very happy She's for like them. She's competitive. Of well, when she I really gets like, I'm losing. Yes. I got to pull her away. If we just played a thing that, ate, that just ate us up and somebody sits down there. She'll just sit. She goes, I swear to God, if they win, I'm like, what are you going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna kick that lady in the back. Like, she's been standing behind us. Because you you've worked that machine. Yeah, yeah you put all your money in. Well, that's thing. different if yeah. they're stalking your machine. Oh, yeah, I hate that. But well, she's been standing behind us being an ice-cold snake the entire time wrecking our night. And if she wins, and then we'll watch. I'm like, she's going to lose for her. You need to calm down. And if she wins, good for her. Let her loose, man. Yeah. See what happens. I should. Oh, I should let Megan have at it. <laughs> Should be all drunk. Oh, good. Oh, good. You know what? We put in. She just tell her how much. We put a amount of money in that one, so good for you, I guess. It's Megan, weird don't... watching Klingons watch you. Oh, man. Play. I mean, I know I've done it because you get mesmerized sometimes yeah. by it, but the we guy that gets angry we that get sits by you. Like, Every like, time. Man. Imagine walking into the high limits. The and there's glare. Getting her hand wrapped. Like that oh, yeah. Guy. That <laughs> but she doesn't she get mad at the machine. She's fine with that because it's usually me on the machine. But she gets mad if somebody takes my spot. After I'm done, I'm like yeah, I'm done with this one. If someone wins on it, I swear to God. Yeah, you're not gonna do anything about it. Yeah, there's always there's last time I went to Casino Arizona I was playing a machine, it was like twenty seven dollars the thing. Every time you push the button. And we're going and Megan won like twenty two hundred bucks on it, and so I was doing all right on it. Wait a minute, did you say twenty seven dollars a yeah. spin? Yeah, they've got a, it's a cool game. Oh, and it's twenty seven bucks things. But they but it, the rubes gather. So I'm sitting there playing. I'm like, all right, the zombies have followed. They've never seen money like this. <laughs> so they're standing there, and this guy stands next to me. Megan hits the one for like 2400 bucks, and it's one of the progressive jackpots. And we're sitting there waiting, and he goes, oh, yeah, i never seen this one pay before. And all of a sudden, we're pals because he's been standing next to us the whole time. I'm like, yeah, well, that's what it looks like. Yeah, i never seen that before. I almost see somebody hit the big one. And I'm like, well, it's not from a lack of looking that you won't see it. He's <laughs> trying to give him hints. And then like not five seconds later, he goes, you got 75 cents. And there's nothing better than being paid $2,500 cash with your palm up going, I don't have anything, sorry. And you won't <laughs> give him a penny. You give me 75 cents. And then I told on him, because you're not allowed to beg for money in a casino. 75 cents? Yeah, I don't know. do that? People, it's amazing. Penny slots. It's amazing what Hours those rubes. Fun. Not yeah, really, because right. that's 75 cents to spend on those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One rube thing to do is uh, stand behind somebody at a, jack, a blackjack table a slot machine, anything you see, and just stand there and stare at them. There's nothing more ruby and annoying to anyone in gambling. I don't know. Ever. Blackjack, I don't mind. It's more of a party. I it's, don't want it's some, designed that way. I don't want some knob standing behind us while the table's cooling and not have and have them oh, yeah. not recognize. It going downhill. You walk away. But yeah. you can have one of those fun yeah. blackjack tables where there's people drinking yeah. all around you. And like I just don't want somebody who's mesmerized by the amount that's going on the table or on the machine. Because they can't do it, standing there just going, oh, because they're automatic killers. They're they're never good luck. I sat down at a blackjack table in Vegas at, at the Aria, and it was all bridesmaids. Oh god! It was, well, they were they were having fun. They're having they a were good time. So it was a good time. Yeah. Everybody's people were winning. We were yeah. all winning. You can have fun when everybody's winning and having a good time, but then that one dude will come up and go, "Hey, you got money on this table? Here, oh, I'm yeah. standing around." That's exactly it. what happened. Yeah. Some guy came down and ruined it because yeah. he sat down. And just was pissy. And he's a dead black cloud. Oh, yeah. Oh, you feel the black cloud. So all the bridesmaids left. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm I out. wonder what the factor of people that are, it's like their first time or second time there. In the, it doesn't you know. matter. Yeah. Don't stand behind anybody. But it's a big influx in, in Vegas. Don't stand behind anybody. You're a rube.
Watch it online or something first. Get used to the sounds and the bells and the whistles. They should Don't. have that in the orientation yeah. in the room when you get to check in. Yeah. There's guys who have first time on a football field, and they very rarely just standing there watching the other players. Go play or get away from me, weirdo. But Singo, I'm dominant. Three-time champion. I rode on it, 3X winner. Signed it. I'm like, if you guys want to frame this or anything, because it's a pretty special car. If you car. do it next week, they should have a blazer for you. Yeah, I should. I should, I should get free food forever at the Casual Pike. It was great. Cool little bar, too. It's a neat place. But uh, if you guys are interested, next Thursday, they do it again. And I don't know what the theme is, but uh, you're probably not going to win all three rounds like I did. It's never happened before. Better at Singo than you. That was the best part. Is like, because we've never had a three-time winner before. But uh, nice job. The host, he was like, miserable. Nice job, man. Dylan from Peoria says, John, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Sherrillville, Indiana. Yeah, I've heard of it. Is, uh, but bar trivia there is the worst. Nothing worse than the losers at a bar called the Bullpen, where they would almost get into fights because someone won yeah. bar trivia for a damn T-shirt. Yeah, oh, you get T-shirts and glass. Actually, Mother Bunch, the brewery, was handing out some pretty nice stuff. You get the glassware. Uh, it was very nice. It's very nice stuff. I would imagine in that town, that's like the big thing to do. Yeah. Sherrillville. Yeah, you just get your you get a coupon for your, a free hood cleaning, and uh, like <laughs> free tiki torches and a free car Sherrillville. No, yeah, not your car hood, your hat hood, and then new marching boots. Yeah. Anyway, Singo champion, three time, three time, three time. Oh, it was making this one table was like all night long. Hey, man, you still here? Like, yeah. Get out of here. How'd you cheat that? I'm like, it's Singo, man. I don't know how it even works. I showed up and hey, I just grabbed a card at the door. Relax. Settle down, jackass. You'll get your chance at bar trivia again another time. But I looked around, and I'm like, these are easy kills. Plus, I've got these heavy coasters and glasses now to just glass these mother effers if they make a move. Because I felt like a couple of them were thinking, maybe it's fighting time. Jump them. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though. I really didn't realize how bar trivia affected people. But they go there with the idea of making, like, that means something to them. It was a thing. That's got to be up there with uh, the first time you walk into a bar, if you've ever seen it, when they're in, in knee-deep and dead serious with the uh, karaoke. Oh, yeah. No, well, if there's a contest, it starts it's, changing. This is that's a this skills morning, competition. I went to one time. Uh, it was up in Scottsdale, 92nd and Shea, and it wasn't even a competition. They just People this is the it. night. Yeah, tonight's a night to shine. And I, I think it's like they're, they're, you know, we're, we're putting on a show for yeah. these people. Yeah, well, and they are. all know each other. Yeah, but it is weird when you get into that group of people that have taken over the karaoke bar, and it's a it's a showcase every Tuesday at seven. Yeah, karaoke can get fun when it gets competitive, though. You just start raising the stakes, and then somebody somebody has to fail. They have that movie. Oh, it's great. It's great because you'll get it when they're playing for money. It's really fun. But when it's just a guy who hears somebody else singing, he's like, I can do that. And then he goes up and tries. That's the same thing that happened with Paul Marshall at our Christmas party. When I knocked out a couple songs with that band, and then he wanted to try to one-up me and try to do Guns N' Roses, and it was like someone was uh, strangling a cat. You guys were getting it a little weird. Awesome. Oh, In between songs, you'd go back to your dressing room. Oh, he was telling me tales. I didn't. I just went up to sing because it was my band. So I was like, hey, guys, what's going on? And then he told me how grunge ruined his life, and his, his real calling was my band was signed, and we were ready to go until grunge hit. Nirvana happened two weeks after we signed the papers, and then they dropped us. And I'm like, oh, this is a sad, sad tale for a man 30 years later. Anyway, I'm going to go enjoy the uh, music now. and. Maybe sing Alanis Morissette just to make you feel worse about the range. This mother, oh, I'm going to have to. He did Guns N' Roses and complained about the sound. It was great.
I like that. I like taking things that mean nothing, finding the person it means something to, and then taking it from them. It means nothing to me. I don't care. And yet, I have all the riches. I've walked away with all the prizes that you covet. Bye now. <laughs> I was the Tom Brady of the room. They hated me. Singo. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says Singo Titleist. Christ Walk in with your up boots next week. My friend Colin has been banned from three different places for bar trivia because he's just really good at it. And uh, he won too many prizes, and they told him at one point, well, you can come in and play, but you can't have any more of the prizes. Why? That's There's no rule that says I can't win all the time. They shut him down. We're not giving you any more prizes. You just you win every week. <laughs> I'm going to win, and then I'm going to complain. I thought, isn't there one at the casino for money? Like, I thought I saw a billboard about it. Casino Arizona. Oh, man. No, a bar trivia. Oh, jeez. No, I'm pretty sure it's at, like, Casino Arizona. I... I was passing and saw a billboard. Maybe right. Colin should get in that mm. second. Oh, Colin's ridiculous. If it's music, it's ridiculous. We did uh, one uh, movies, TV, and music at a bar, and it was it was like 21 questions, and we got all 21 of them right. And you're supposed to get 21. I think we got the first 20. The whole, the whole night was over in like 30 minutes, and they get pissed off. Like those people are, they don't want to go home. And we sent them home early. You've oh, cut that's fun. their hosting duties down. Well, the host can stick around and do whatever you want. Oh, man, it's fun. It means too much to those people. It means nothing to me. So taking it from them is amazing. Oh, love it. Got a whole bunch of mother punch mugs I never wanted, but they're nice. Uh, it's 6.03. Singo, everybody. Uh, let's get ourselves a wake-up song. 585-9800. If you name the wake-up song, it was probably on my Singo card last night anyway. And, uh, all of them were. We'll get a good one. We'll scream it together. 98 KUPD. Wake up! It is uh, 621 in the morning sickness day, and off we go for Friday morning. Uh, the fastest week of my life, probably, as things have zoomed by. But here we are once again, and uh, staring down a weekend in the 70s, and then next week, get ready for the mid-80s and allergies. So if you just got over the flu, we've skipped winter 100%, and now everybody's going to be sick. 84? Tuesday and Wednesday? What? Bloomageddon. Not yet. Yeah, Bloomageddon is coming. Brady's right. Christ on a crutch. A little winter in here? I think I'm complaining a little bit, but 84, I'm just looking forward to the allergies. That's going to be a nightmare. I dodged all of the flu. I got a text here. What's that say? Lucky Brady. Oh, Lucky Brady, Eric, and Richard. You guys get to hear that worthless C-word talk about himself all day. Have fun. Well, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for listening to that. By the, way, by the way, real quick to tell you about something. Singo got another one while you were being a bitch. Would you like to talk about anything, Brady? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, yeah, Eric, you got anything? Other than... Um, Hold on, I already asked you. Yeah, Go ahead, man. You got anything? Anything, said? anything about what? Just Okay, Richard, anything? Uh, Alex is registering for seventh there grade. Go. This is why you listen to this worthless <laughs> talk. These guys got nothing. Oh, I'm trying to get wake-up songs over here. <laughs> yeah, right. You had your opportunity. Yeah, oh, well, you're doing something else. Somebody's got to say something, or it's just going to be staring at each other. I have something really important. Oh, now? Yeah, you thought of stuff. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, what just joke? took me a second. All right, go ahead. The uh, tactic optic yeah. eyewear did not come in. <laughs> He's just giving you updates. So much of a story. All right, <laughs> now watch. See, this is exactly Glasses, what I got. Tell my Singo stories. Yeah, thanks for listening. Stories, we can... <laughs> <laughs> that was pathetic, Eric. Don't do that. Oh, I can. Hey, if you want stories, I, I like stories. coming in and letting you tell yeah. your stories. Every they're fun. Day. Every day. Well, I like there, hey, there's the door, kid. Find another job. I don't care. You're on the coattails. You got your own thing. Go out. I don't care what you do. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Tell some more. What do you got? Anything fun right off the bat? 
You know what I know what I want to talk about? I don't care about Eric's thing. <laughs> How in the world is Harvey Weinstein's assistant not the first person that came out? Did I you know. see the story oh, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. So she comes out yesterday like, all right, me too. I was like, all right, what do you do to you? Well, nothing to me, but after he used to host these girls and, and throw his junk all over the grounds and stuff, I was the one who had to go in and clean that up. So what? he's complicit. And so I he got would, paid well. Yeah, I got paid very well. He would buzz me in and say, bunch of rubbers, some oils on the table. Uh, if you find anything, scrub the floor. I'm going to take off for lunch. Oh, did you rape again? Uh-huh. I uh, got to go. Got a lot on my plate. Go ahead in there and start uh, cleaning up my... So he'd spray all over, take the rubber off, toss it on the ground, call his assistant to come in, clean everything up. And she's the last one to say anything. Look, well, that's pretty embarrassing. Oh, you God. may be a worthless C-word, and I like working here, but Thanks, I'm buddy. not doing anything with of your Of course you're not. That. Of course not. I don't think I'd come out either. I wouldn't do it the first time. <laughs> hey, I got a bunch of used rubbers in there I just sprayed all over. Uh, I'm going to grab lunch with Clooney. Do you mind uh, picking those up? Yeah, yeah, I do. I really, really do. Now you're fired. Yeah, that's okay by me. I'm going to go work anywhere else. How much? Yeah, maybe once if the price is right. I'll give you a million dollars. Maybe. All right, I'll pick up your rubbers once. It was like a payday stuntman. One time, they're like, I'm not doing this anymore. How many rubbers do you fill a day, man? She finally talked because she she wasn't getting paid anymore. Well, the one thing everybody is saying is that they were so afraid of him because of how much power he had. I know. Like, so if he... If you get on his bad side, like, you're not getting a job right. anywhere. And I get that. I get the fear. But after all this came out about him, how have you waited from October to now to tell your tale? Like, I'd have been itching. Like, the first time it started to look yeah. like he, when he had to go to sex rehab and his oh, wife left him. Go. I'm like, good, now I can tell my story. I don't have to be worried. Because the empire collapsed. It took a long time for this person to come out with their yuck. Yuck. That was a complete... Uh very uh, kiss the ring type of rain that he had yeah, really in the biz. Yeah, I mean, but still, well, everyone in the how brazen was he? Yeah. Do you go back and listen to some of his award show acceptance sure. speeches? Sure, <laughs> I get it. But once it broke, how did this lady sit on this until almost February? I just don't. Five know months. Right? I just don't know if it's time yet. Like, no, it was time. The second all the accusations happened, you you needed to say something. That's horrifying. Maybe that's when her severance ended. Oh, that could be how she got her. Well, she feels safe that the money's in a good place. They can't get it anymore. Bang. It's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, if your boss is making you clean up his rubbers, I guarantee you it is not in your job duties. It just is. Unless you're a Best Western maid, picking up rubbers is not something you have and to do. Then. And even then, it's not fair. And if you're the guy leaving rubbers around for the hotel maid, you're horrible. God's sake, put them in the sink so they can at least rinse them first. And then give them to their kids to reuse. Yeah. Poor Mexican ladies at the Best Western. The things they see. Oh, the things they see. Ugh. The towels they pick up. I told you. With the owls rolling in his grave right now. The poor girls at the Aria. I noticed that last time I was there. And they had the (laughs) gloves up to their elbows. Because they're just tired of grabbing your slop towels. Just, ugh. Just months away from a hazmat suit. Yeah, I had a friend who told me his uh, girlfriend's that time of the month was going when they were in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, that's too bad. You know, it kind of kills you. He goes, oh, no, we just put a towel down. Oh, that poor mate. Has to go into that hotel room. Yeah. Like, is it, oh. do you bring a towel from home for the, oh, no, we just use there. Uh. Housekeeping. Oh, oh, God. Oh, Dios mio. Look at this stain. So many bloody moments. Like he murdered it. 
repulsive. Disgusting, everything. Uh, did you guys see the press conference of the lunatic that was uh, high-speed chasing yesterday? No. Any he chance? Yeah, well, gave him a press there, yeah, and everybody started on Facebook. What? So like, what is this white privilege? Why does he get to talk? Uh, cancel that thought because he's one of those. Uh, he's a loony sovereign citizen, and right. any chance government officials get to put one of those guys behind a mic and let him start talking to uh, to negate their position as a group, they'll do it. And he did a great job of making that group of people. Was he look. a knowledgeable one? Like your buddy no. did that, didn't no. he? Yeah. And he knew everything about it. I had a friend it. who was like, like had legalese to the, and he knew better than to go. Look, I'm not going into a courtroom with a lot of this because they can argue me around it, and I don't get the same rights as an American citizen because right. I've canceled out of them, so they can keep me in a jail cell for a long time. Uh oh. But this guy doesn't have that, and he's like, oh. and their big thing is to sue cities for everything that they do. And they let him talk for about 40 minutes, and he just he painted the picture of sovereign citizens looking absolutely insane. And uh, that's why he was on TV. Don't think that they did it to be nice to him or they're afraid of him or anything. They put him up there because it's like, here we go. This is your guy. This is what, when when we're talking about... Build nothing but a case, yeah. and, closed and, case. And it's not all of them, but every chance they get to put the sovereign citizens on display that have no knowledge or no idea of what they're really saying to make them look terrible. And the one thing the guy did yesterday was not really feel remorse for the poor lady he hit. He's like, what do you think right. about the lady who, you know, who isn't going to die but came awfully close and was the victim of your, you know, fears of being falsely arrested? He goes, I feel that she should file a lawsuit against the city uh, for creating the incident in the first place. But, and it's like, oh, man, just say I'm sorry for her injuries. Wow. I feel bad about it. That's all we needed to hear. But yeah, they let him go. Oh, he's nuts. And he gave his website out for his photography, if you're interested. He's a... He's an actor and a photographer, and he's actually quite good. If you looked at his Facebook, Amy found it yesterday downstairs. She found the guy's Facebook page. And his first instinct was to run from the cops. Well, it's, it's not run. He's sovereign citizens believe that, well, and you technically don't have to pull over for a cop car. If you don't feel you've done anything wrong, you can resist that without going too fast. But he took off and did right. crazy stuff. But the bottom line, and I've been told by police officers, if you get, because I got pulled over once. By an unmarked car, right? That one you should. And I just go kept going. Like, yeah, I'm not going to pull over. That doesn't. That looks shady. F this thing. I'm not doing this. So I went to a spot where there were people and pulled over. And he didn't cause a big. Now, if there was a big chase and I see like a bunch of other cop cars, I'm like, I better pull over here. They've got like 14 cars on me now. I've done something. A lot of people end up. You know, it's so close to home. Sometimes <laughs> they go all the way to right, their house. Go to their house. Well, this guy wasn't. He was deciding whether to go to the airport or to San Diego. So not really. Close to home, so, or the Amtrak station. We don't even know where that is. I don't even think we have an Amtrak station here in town. Here. Some no, it's in there. Maricopa. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, that's nobody's many, destination. One of the many highlights of Maricopa. Yeah. You got a nice Amtrak. Yeah, right station. there by the business barn, John. It's right directly kitty corner. From is it, it by the business? I know yep. the business barn well. Yep. You that can't makes miss sense. it. The barn Pick of up business. Your supplies. You know the barn of business. <laughs> is now blue and white, right? Oh, they painted. They it. whitewashed it. Mm. Do you still have the place you can buy a stick and a hobo sack to hop the trains? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Good for them. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So the tack glasses aren't in, huh? No. <laughs> I, was, I was disappointed. I asked you, you didn't even get the next day delivery. You bought the... That's the, a cheap ass right there. That yeah. is a cheap ass yeah. right You spent $20 on these glasses that can't be destroyed. Throw yeah. an extra 30 at the delivery and get them overnight. I don't know if I had that option, but you're you always right. have that there option. Might, there might have been that. Yeah, option. every online delivery bucks. has that. Yeah, please, they're not going to go. Look, we're not going to try to take money from you. There's no option for that. Everybody does that, so they can get you to do it. It's the best option in the world. Then they ice you for two weeks. How? 
with the standard delivery. Yeah, oh yeah, you're not going to yeah. see those Five glasses for weeks. Days. You know, your eyes are in such peril at this point, wandering around without your tack glasses. Especially with these 80 degree days coming I know. Yeah. God, what bright. are you going to do? Maybe today's the day. When did you order? Two weeks ago. Oh, really? You've been, you've been sitting on this for a fortnight? Yeah. <laughs> you got old man delivery. Did you do Pony Express 10 cent delivery? Look, I already went for the extra lens. Listen. All right. <laughs> Man. You think asked for slower delivery. <laughs> what do you got there that isn't going to cost me a buck? Uh, we could have it delivered by crippled children, I guess. Do it. I'll take it. Do that. You know, it said between five and 30 days delivery. Yeah. Like, if you're five. Your deliveries are like the Olympic torch. <laughs> just keep getting past the other guy. It takes like a month to get so there. So they told you 30 days, and at 14, you're like, where is it? Oh, no, they didn't say yeah. 30 days. It says 30 five. day delivery. <laughs> Did they have easy installments? Like maybe they're custom making each glass. Did they have payments for your $20? And four easy payments of $5. <laughs> hey, you need to get the, the quick one on there. You're 14 days in on these tack glasses. Incredible. I saw one last night as I was going to bed for a, a new bar light. Like, not for a. a drinking bar but like it's a light bar and it's these 720 lumens and it's like outdoor lights not getting it done and this guy's trying to put a bike together and he just jams a wrench and was like and it's just this weak solar light he's sitting next to and they bring this thing in and then it's this glowing super light lights like, hey, wait a minute that's not bad but then they'd say that in case of a power outage it automatically comes on i'm like well then every night the lights go out to go to bed that thing's gonna be on it's always on 12-hour charge. Uh, every time I need it, it's not going to be charged. This thing's a, and it's a scam. Tack glasses was the next batch of commercials, and I started giggling. <laughs> and Brady was introduced yesterday for the very first time ever to the Robert Irvine show. Oh, no, the talk show? Yeah, I heard you talk yeah. about it yeah. Robert Irvine is just this yoked chef. He is a... He's a hack Gordon he's Ramsay. He's bad Gordon Ramsay, but he's, he's a, he lifts small Volkswagens. I don't know what he is. He lifts Volkswagens. He's massive. His, his body is just incredibly huge. And he yells at black people with an accent about how they need to straighten their lives out. And I, so I looked him up. I'm like, why? How, what is the qualifications of this man to fix people's lives in the inner city? He's a chef. And the he's first a, he's a chef. Put it together. Like I got this idea. Let's take Robert. Robert, you're going to have inner city folks come in and complain about their relationships with their parents and each other, and then you're going to do occasional Maury Povich kind of DNA tests and stuff. And and, uh, and I know a lot of those shows. Oh, the Restaurant Impossible guy. Yeah, I've seen this he's too. huge now, and he just fixes black people's lives. They come over. I never liked my Celsa. She owes me money. And then they say, I know you nothing. They fight for 20 minutes, and he goes, Shut up. You need to get on with your life. You need to stop yelling at your sister. And the audience goes crazy. And then two new black people come out. Yeah, that talk show? Yeah. And he fixes lives. He's a chef, you see. He's weird. This is what you left me for. All right, I, I slept with two different women. This becomes Springer. It's Springer, it but it's a chef. And Maury. Yeah. And then he yells at black people because he's a massive white man. It's every white supremacist dream <laughs> to watch Robert Irvine. What? It's a dude yeah, who's got, just... got, like, right up in that dude's face. Oh, yeah, he's fearless. And some of these people, like, want to fight him, but then realize, well, this... I don't understand where he's from. I don't know what kind of racism he comes from. I was so. a little upset because the last crew to come out was the... White teens. White teens. Yeah. And they were 
actors, yeah. clearly. Like most people yeah. uh, your age and race, Brady, you don't want to see them yelling at white kids. That's not what you want in your TV. You want a big, giant, shredded chef screaming at black people about how terrible they've run their lives. He's, he's just ridiculous, but he's unafraid of all so what, what time is this on, like noon so uh, nobody two, ever sees it? Two or three o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah, two or three in the afternoon or something like that on, on the CW. None of our oh, listeners, right most of our listeners are nine to fivers. Yeah, never right after practice. Show. Oh, there's plenty of people who watch it. These Gary's things are, 18, Almeida is 71. Oh. your oil changed. Gary's banging Almeida, 71 to 18 years of age. We've known each other, but we met each other at my son's funeral, unfortunately. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is and I'm disgusting. hooked. And you know what? I'm hooked. If those two rolled out and that's the first thing I heard, I'm watching the rest of that He's segment. He's dipping in a 53-year-old gap. Uh, sorry you lost your son. And I'm also sorry I'm so hard. You are, huh? But he was at the funeral, so he's friends with he's, his son. Well, clearly, he was a pal. Well, maybe not. Her son would not be 18. Her grandson would be. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Friends with the grandson. 71. He's pals with the grandson. I used to bounce him yeah. on my knee, and now he bounces me on his. Oh, God. Oh, you God. know, her, her cooking is amazing. She's a special lady. I, have a, I had a friend who used to date uh, older ladies. 50s, though. Like, when he was in his 20s, he, he found that very attractive. What? Yeah, he had a mother complex. But he, I don't know I don't know what happened to this guy. I wasn't even a friend. It was an acquaintance of a guy, but... He ended up like with these fifty, and he'd drag them around with us. Like these girls would show up at Romans. These fifty-year-old ladies would wow. sit at the bar and wait for him to get done, and you'd be like, "Okay, really? Yeah, what?" I'm like you don't want to say anything. He's like, "You're dating this old broad. She looks okay, I suppose." It's surprising, but you're like twenty-two years old. She's mature. She's got her life together, and that's what I'm after. <laughs> oh, oh. Do you have any kids? Of course, she has children. She's a mature woman. Here's a list of the topics they're looking to cover Robert in Irvine. the coming weeks. Are you a couple on the brink of divorce? Are you in a feud with a neighbor that is ruining the peace and quiet of your home? Are you sick of your freeloading family member? That's the majority of them. Are you leading a double life and need to come clean to your partner? If you're leading a double life, why would you do that in front of a chef? Yeah, might as well. I suppose. Really? Mari said no, so I tried Jerry. He yeah. said no. And I tried for Steve Wilkos. He said advice no. For a free trip to Chicago, is that where it's going? Yeah. There's a chef buried on channel 309 if you guys want to go on there and air out how I'm gay. I want to come clean, but I can't do it. Go big or go home. I do it at TV. Is a post, picture, or video put on social media ruining your relationship? With a friend or family member. Do you have a secret you want to reveal to your spouse or family member? Yes. You read that like that CBS 5 guy. <laughs> yeah, everything's tragic. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? A wake-up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Looking to buy or sell a house? Please get in touch with us. We want to help you out. Oh, realtors all over the valley. ELOteam.com. we got wake-up songs here. ACDC, uh, Nine Inch Nails up here, The Hand That Feeds, Godsmack. But uh, how about we do a day to remember? They're going to be here in February. Around the corner. No, February's around the corner. I know, it's right there. Next week for I'm crime. made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? All right. We'll do that. A day to remember. ADTR, as the kids called them when they liked them and then stopped and then started again. They Still, stopped liking? They did, and then they didn't. And it was a big deal, and then it wasn't as big a deal. And then it got, again, and kind of 
fickle with a day to remember. Kind of expecting them to go. Yesterday, Yahoo did a big story. Oh, it's March. They're going to be here, actually. March 4th. That's right around the corner, too. Yeah. Uh, they did a big story on Nothing More on Yahoo yesterday about the band you haven't heard of that's about to crush the Grammys. And evidently, Nothing More... Uh, has done all they've done, according to Yahoo, without any real support from social media, uh, like groups, like, or not social media, but the social uh, the radio stations, basically, right, like, right. you know, Spotify and all that, and radio itself. And they're like, they're doing it grassroots. And I'm like, we've helped. They love us. But yeah, yeah nothing more is going to dominate the rock category, uh, which uh, surprisingly, like Metallica has never won all three of the big three in rock. And I was surprised to see Yahoo did a big story on it because they usually focus in on, you know. Uh, best song, best album, best oh. performance, and uh, for rock in the rock category, and it's something that, like the Foo Fighters have been nominated for all three in a year and didn't win at all. Metallica's done it. I'm like, man, you'd have figured the, with the fact that the, the Grammy people have no clue what rock is, and they just hand it to the, the name they recognize most almost every year, or like something you've never heard of, like nobody's heard of, like Imogene Heap and stuff, and like some. Uh, they, before anybody knew it, the words were like, hey, they get Grammys. Give them Grammy. We don't understand what this is. How in the world does this happen? 21 Pilots was winning all the rock categories. Like, they didn't even know what it is. But yeah, so nothing more. Congratulations, because uh, Ben's here. The drummer. Hey, you were talking about hey, he came in the other day with his uh, dog. He's got a, his dog's got a cleft palate. He's got this little min pin with half a nose in his face, and every time you go at him, he bites the air like something's attacking him. <laughs> Mark, Mark, bang, Mark, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, what's his name? Stacy Keach? That's adorable. Very comfortable dog just sat there. Yeah, but don't make that noise at him. It's biting the air. It's hilarious. His name is Flanky. He has his own Instagram page because they assume he couldn't say Frank. They call him Flanky. But yeah, it was pretty cool because it's kind of a, a little bit of a. Now they're in here all the time, those guys from Nothing More. We're uh, with Larry. Before Christmas, hanging out right in the parking lot. And it's really weird because they're in here a lot. Now, all of a sudden, Yahoo doing stories on a rock band. What's this? You got your feelings hurt, John? Why? Because they, they weren't giving you credit. No, no, I'm just saying it's oh, weird that Yahoo did a story at all about a rock band. I was blown yeah. away. I was knocked out, man. Larry got his feelings hurt. I don't know, maybe. But I should. I'm, yeah, it was a tip of the cap to that band. That was pretty cool. And that's pretty awesome. You don't you don't see a lot of stories. We were a part stuff. of that. Yeah, normally, uh, they're like, you know, they ignore it. But these guys have got the look. They've got the sound. Everybody's going nuts. Maybe a little breakthrough for the rock guys into the, the world of pop. Cause yeah, what's one Yahoo on? story isn't going to. That's more than they've ever no, done I'll... before. I mean, they have never once focused on anything other than, you know, Kanye West's family. It's great for them. It's I mean, yeah, it's huge. It's an awesome story. I had a classmate in seventh grade with a cleft palate. Mark Hansen. Yeah. And he could uh, he'd drink out of the drinking fountain and he could squirt 15 feet out of his nose. I've seen his videos, Brady. You should look him up and find him on Pornhub Squirter. I mean, it was like Search a super squirter. soaker. Yeah. It was impressive. Boy, times have changed. Saying the word squirt, you lost me. I started thinking of other stuff than a guy with a cleft palate, that's for sure. Are you into that? I hate those um, I wouldn't say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm into it. I X out immediately. I'm, I can't handle it. August Ames did it a couple times. I liked it. She's really? You like it? it? I, I liked when she did it. I don't like it. I liked when she did it. Something about it bothers it's weird. me. weird. Well, I like when they lay down plastic in the room because they know she's just a fountain. <laughs> kind of like when Brady's cleft palate friend had problems. Yeah, shooting it across More the room camp. is no good. Brady, just imagine that cleft palate without teeth. 
is just gleeking. I've seen it. Yeah, I know. In a goatee. Yeah, it's got a, a little bit of a, a sharp goatee. It's been well maintained. No teeth. An old Mark Cleft palette in seventh grade is laying uh, on some sheets with some black guys and a bunch of plastic. Now you're with us. You think he's never seen a video? Oh, he's seen. I've it. seen. It. We showed it to him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would have seen it had we not entered his life. If we ever said squirting to Brady without this job, he'd have probably gone, yeah, I know a squirter once. His name was Mark in the seventh grade. And he'd have been arrested and things would have gone haywire. And your life would have been so different if you just stayed in sales. Can you imagine? Hey, what are you talking about? Squirting. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Did you hear John's wife has a cleft palate? What's he talking about? <laughs> he said she was a squirter. Oh, oh, I have to draw some Oops. pictures for the young man. Oops. Uh, it says, I don't know if this is KUPD. If it is, I need your help. A text just came in. All right. I'll cry for help, John. Uh, don't respond. Go. Uh, no, I'll just give him Robert Irvine's number. <laughs> sure. And then a couple of, a bunch of them are saying that he was in Special Forces in Britain. Is that true? Oh, there's his qualification. Yeah, that'll help. That, that makes them help. help people? Yeah, yeah, that's for relationships. Right. It's perfect for talk shows. Yeah, they yeah. do They do a lot of British Special Forces training on how to help black people uh, fix their family relationships. <laughs> All right, everyone, listen up. When we're not fighting, what are we doing? Helping blacks. Exactly. Speaking of family relationships, we got another candidate for a Robert Irvine show. Oh, yeah, people are asking. Yeah, they saw Ian last night and said, I saw him at the Machine Head show and wanted to ask him about his childhood, but I decided not to. Yeah, avoid Ian in public at all costs. You never know when he's going to melt down. We're discovering that he's got some, some real problems. We're just scratching the surface. Man, we're going to get to it. We're going to therapy. I'm getting a little worried. Chad also sent us Ian's show reel. Oh, is this a guy snapping? Uh, no, this is Ian's actual show reel with him. Oh, that's actually. Oh, yeah. Not you were hanging out no, because no. you're here. He's just a slash on Hollywood Boulevard wearing a tie. Yeah, that's him interviewing Slash. I'm not watching that. I get enough Ian in this building. <laughs> Don't send me more, Ian. Uh, it's uh, 6:44. Let's get it. A day to remember. You have it all loaded up. I right was yet? seven when I liked you. Here we go. <laughs> it was a day to remember. Uh, hey, Larry, I'm made of wax. Stop touching my pants. The song title's way too long. A day to remember. It's 98 KUPD. Go get them. There's Cemetery Gates right there. It's Pantera. It's 7.09 in the morning sickness. And time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. Brady reported. Oh, yeah, bye. Brought to you by Hooters, by the way. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Couple of fun facts. San Juan County, Utah, is bordered by 14 other counties, which is the most of any county in the country. And one of those counties it borders is also called San Juan. It's in New Mexico. Wow. San Juan County's bordered by San Juan. That's incredible. That's incredible stupidity. I'm just, uh, I can't wait to visit all 14 counties. They couldn't. Come up with a different name for the county? You know who's probably going to do that? Well, that one's in Utah and the other one's yeah. in New Mexico. I know, but yeah. they know that they the other know. states are there, right? right? And they, have, yeah. they know the county's name. They're aware. <laughs> Old Man Newheisel is a member of the county's sister's counties. I visited all 14 of the counties that border San Juan <laughs> County. One of them is San Juan County, so you can get real turned around, you know. Dick, what's your favorite county? Oh, my favorite I like that La Paz. That's a good county. They have nice streets, and they take care of their people. Not a big fan of that Mojave County. <laughs> Favorite county. I like Pinal County, because it's funny. 
Like, like it says penal. If you're looking for an unbelievable vacation spot, Mumbai, India. Breathing the air in Mumbai, India for just one day is the equivalent of smoking 100 cigarettes. <laughs> right. Which what no Indians way. Yeah, which is in I, what I, Indians do every day anyway. That can't be true. Yep. Have you seen pictures of Mumbai? Everybody's yeah, got wet sheets on their head. They're crapping in their bathwater. It's a mess. The comedian we had in loves Mumbai. Of course. They're Beard immune off. to it. Yeah. Why? Because they're nuts? Because they grow up sucking that stuff in, and when they're babies, the first gift they get, they, the cigars are actually for the babies in India. It's like, look, it's a boy. Smoke this, infant. That's all those people do is just smoke and smoke and smoke and crap in their bathwater. What's their, uh, I wonder how long they live, like, with their averages. Always... Well, most of them become doctors and come here. Yeah, and they, they seem to grow pretty old. And they have lots of sex, so. So sex counteracts. And they always have, like, a runner-up of world's oldest person, so. I know. So they're doing something right. Well, when you grow up in a charcoal smoke pit, you're more immune to but the it's, charcoal it's, it's smoke But it's pure pit. tobacco. Doesn't have all the fillers and I don't stuff know what it is. Their city isn't. It's just pure filth. The sound of Darth Vader breathing is trademarked. 2009 Lucasfilm Ooh. applied for the U.S. patent Uh-oh. and trademark office for a sound mark. While Lupe Square is going to nope. take a hit. We're not, we're not simulating not the, same. It, the yeah. exact same thing. We can't use the same one. 61 years old, Eric, is your life expectancy in Mumbai. So it is affecting them quite a bit. <laughs> what, what is ours? Like eighty, yeah, we're close we to eighty. Now. We're beating the tar out of them. I think women are eighty now and men are seventy-seven. That high? Yeah. We're clocking them. Eighty-one years old. Yeah. Wow. We got them by twenty years. So right now, Brady would be in his last legs in <laughs> India. Gonna, you'd be in the sunset. Yeah, and also life. Brady, you'd be quite a lot thinner. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you would. Even you wouldn't eat this stuff in India. That curry would go right yeah, through you. blow you up, man. <laughs> you know what they never say in India? I'm feeling a little backed up today. Uh, yeah, I got the solution for everything we eat. Today is National Spouses Day. So it's everybody who's married day. Yep. Yeah, why not call it that? Yeah, it's married, married, married people day. Here are the ten ways they annoy us the most. All of our spouses? Yep. Women? They surveyed and found 10 things that annoy us the most about our spouses. Talking. <laughs> Selective listening yeah. is number one. Snoring, number two. And you're two strikes in. Being a control freak, 26%. I, I don't snore anymore. I know. Still got a lot of apparatus that probably would be tough to get used to. Not financially responsible. Gross habits like picking your nose. Ugh. Flatulence, burping, yep. not contributing enough to housework, messy habits like leaving dirty clothes on the floor, works too much, doesn't get along with your parents, <laughs> always forgets your anniversary is number 10. Only 5%. And no man has ever said that. She always forgets our anniversary. The no things they appreciate about hard working, number one. Number two, you can be yourself around them. Number three is makes you laugh. Number four, smart. Number five, supportive of your goals. Six, great parent. Seven, sexy. Yeah. Don't Eight is good with money. Nine, does the dishes. And number ten is buys you things. I wonder who answered that. The 
last one. Yeah. She buys me things. <laughs> Doesn't happen that way. Yeah, guys never. Have you ever met a friend? Go, you know, I'm just having trouble with my wife. She never remembers our anniversary. <laughs> if that just went away, no guy would be like, what happened to our great anniversaries? Remember that thing we used to do every year? Oh, I forgot all about that. Yes. Yes. I like it when we do stuff for an anniversary. The stuff I like. The anniversary. I mean, whatever. 72% of HR managers in a new survey said they think the day after the Super Bowl should be a paid holiday. Yeah. Anybody's looking for a free paid holiday. Take that, black people. We fought tooth and nail for Martin Luther King to not be a holiday, but not one person is going to stand up and go, Super Bowl, that should be a national holiday. We should all take a day off in remembrance of the day before. Martin Luther King Day? No way. I'm working. <laughs> we, we put up such a battle for a day off. <laughs> and then, but we'll celebrate the day, not feeling so, so great the day after a Super Bowl. I'll take a day off for anything. That's a good one there. I like the uh, the concept of not having to go in, especially if your team's in it and they lose. There's nothing worse than slinking back in the next day. Like, oh. You guys are like me. We're all big huggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Researchers in Germany analyzed more than 2,000 hugs, and they found that when people hugged on the left side, so your face is over their left shoulder, those hugs were more meaningful and emotional. Hugs mm-hmm. on the right we're more casual researchers think it's because the right side of our brain controls our emotions and the left side of the body how did you hug craig gas how did you guys hug craig gas i just go in i give him left or right squeeze as hard I as i think can. i had a choice he was on this side of me so i actually kind of slink down and bury my face in his chest <laughs> that's right you made a point of yeah it. i made a point to make the hug if he wants to if hug you motorboated him no i put my my cheek on his the top of his just under his shoulder and i just smash into it like, if you want to hug, I'm going to make this really weird man hug. Brady and I discovered the worst man hug ever is no shaving cheek to cheek. If you can manage to get your cheek up against the guy that wants to hug you and just just rub stubble. And to make a point to, like, Stubble move. to stubble or stubble to, I guess, Cheek to cheek. If it, hopefully there's a little, like, Brady, you have a little stubble going around. It would be very awkward for the us. squirm to, gauge. Just, oh, it makes Brady crazy. Have Brady, you had any other bring comedians it in, Brady. hug you? Yeah, they all. I'm in the other room a lot. Of it's times. the uh, it's the black guy hug most of the time, the handshake yeah, around the back thing. Okay, Craig is a full out. Marlon uh, Wayans does that with you. He does the bro hug. Oh, all the tons of them do the bro yeah. hug. Yeah. almost everybody does the bro hug. Bro but, uh, hug is, I guess, acceptable. Craig does the arms wide he open does, Jesus yeah. hug. He likes it, and it is nice uh, as far as a gesture. But once you're involved in it, it's very awkward. So, <laughs> I like to just place my Joe, Co- Joe Coy hugs you. Coy's a hugger. Yep. Left I like side. To, and I'll do the same thing to Coy, too. I'll rub my cheek on his, but he likes that. Right. Like, he makes it more. He, like, doubles down on my awkwardness by, by digging in. Like, oh, man, now I've, I've been called out. Sometimes he turns. Just oh, no. Coy and gas. They're the only gas two. Is, gas will occasionally throw it on your cheek and just drive you bananas. <laughs> There's passion. Yeah. And it's worse because when you just try to shake his hand, he's like, come on, get it in here. I'm like, I really don't. We've done this once. I haven't hugged my wife this much in a day. <laughs> very emotional. I'll hug you goodbye, like at an airport and stuff. I'll find myself, all right, this is it. Because I know I'm not going to have to do this again for possibly years. But hugs with men are like hugs with grandma. You don't want them to feel the boner. You haven't hugged Ian yet? <laughs> no. no. Like I said, I don't want to feel the no. boner. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get closer, mate. You know what I want to do, John? What's that? I want to be about seven inches from you and stare at your belly button. Then zero, then seven, then zero, then seven. 
just staring at your belly. They'll either hug you or slit your throat. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust uh, not having eyes on him. And a hug takes your eyes off of the guy. He could stab you right in the back. And cut the back of your neck on that tendon and just oh, your head yeah. flops down. Next thing you know, you're a sex slave. <laughs> That's a leap. This 25-year-old guy named William Dickinson was drinking with some friends at a bar at a Best Western in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Oh, now that's a party. Getting it done. <laughs> hey, guys, I ran in a room over at the Best Dubs. You want to meet me over? We'll do some drinking pregame. Go inside, watch television in my two-bedroom suite. <laughs> he decided to crash a wedding that was being held at the hotel. Oh, oh at the Best, Best Western, Western Hotel. Yeah. Spare no expense. Woo! When this he went is, into the wedding with his T-shirt and jeans. I got the room of my jeans. jeans. We, we rented the convention hall at the Best Westie. <laughs> so he rolled into the wedding in his T-shirt and jeans, and he was overdressed. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. He yeah, he uh, was. He had a shirt on. He caused on. a terrible scene. He tried to dance with two 17-year-old girls and an 18-year-old. Apparently, okay. he grabbed their butts. Hmm. And when the 14-year-old confronted him, he pulled her hair. Then he punched the bride's father. Police got there, and as as they were arresting uh, William, he asked to apologize. They, they said, "You need to apologize to the yeah. bride." And it's like, "I'd like to do that." He told him he was sorry, and she didn't accept his apology. Instead, punched him in yeah. the face. That's a Best Western wedding. There's going to be a fight, and the bride's going to throw. He was charged throw. with a felony, physical abuse of two children, two counts of sexual assault, and disorderly conduct. The bride was not arrested. Or charged with punching. It was her dream day. She got him good. Tagged him a little bit. She got a nice shot in. Man, you see a wedding going down at the Best Western. It is worth peeking in on. The word literally has been mangled. What word? Used literally. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start that over again. The word literally. literally. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to work on it. All right, we're having a, we're workshopping a word today, guys. We're workshopping a word. And literally, I just don't understand it. All right, let's go. Liberally, try again. Pretend you're down on your lady. Here, just the word literally. There you go. Say it now. Do the whole sentence. Has been misused. No, no, start and it all. No pausing. The let's word go. literally. Yeah. Has start been it. mangled and misused so much. Okay. There's a bar in New York called the Continental. Speedball. You mean Japanese people? That's laugh. so sick of people overusing the word. Literally, they're going to cancel it. They've. Instituted a new policy. Anyone who's caught using the word inside for has five minutes to finish their drink and they have to leave. Wait, did wow. you say the Continental? Yeah. From the SNL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. from John Wick. That's right. From both. Awesome. Please, I have offended you. <laughs> the Continental won't say the word literally. That's a great sentence, Brady. The word literally has been mangled. And Japanese people go, you hear Brady try to say literary? <laughs> Not so easy, easy. This guy named Chad England was speeding through northeast Tennessee last Saturday when he asked Jesus to take the wheel. Mm. <laughs> he says Jesus spoke to him and told him to give up the driving duties. So he let go of the wheel, closed his eyes. Jesus can't drive. Spoiler alert. It turns out he was on drugs. Oh, no. His 2015... Toyota Tacoma immediately swerved off the road, flipped five times, slammed into a rock wall. It's possible someone was watching over him, though, because somehow he survived the crash, got out of the truck, took off running, didn't get far. What is with that? Like that crash the other day, people just rolling their cars, getting up and running away. Car safety. We've done a great job of making cars safer. 
They found out, uh, they found about a quarter ounce of pot in this truck, a vial of cocaine, a bottle of booze. It's almost empty. Headed to a Best Western. Several cans he used for huffing purposes. Yeah. Oh. Why would we ever assume Jesus could drive? That's well, a, if you look at this guy, potentially it looks like Jesus was well, driving. He made everything, John. So First off, know. no, he didn't. He, he knew about everything. He didn't necessarily make, make it. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the bottom line is, he you know, he wouldn't even be able to see over the dashboards. if if He's probably only like 5'1". He'd be like one of those little weird old men. And plus, he's frightened by technology. Guaranteed, if he came down today, he'd be freaked out. Jesus, you drive for a little bit. <laughs> what? I've never done this before. Just, you got it. You're Jesus. No. No. Oh! Horses were easier. Russell Casava shed his shoes on Sunday at the Chesapeake Montessori School shed. to set a Guinness World Record of walking across a 120-foot Lego path. Loose ah, Legos. Ow. <laughs> the, the previous record was 85 feet. Oh, He did 120 feet. Yeah, stomping on a Lego and not knowing about it is Raising money awful. for fairy bricks. For what? Fairy bricks. What are they? It's a British <laughs> charity that provides Lego sets to hospitalized children. Uh, I thought you children. said bricks at first. Like yeah, they had fairy, fairy bricks. <laughs> there you go, mate. You've got childhood cancer. Here's your lighter. I walked across a lot of Legos for you to get that. Here's your fairy brick. <laughs> Thanks, Governor. I appreciate it. Childhood cancer's a real prick, ain't it? Now, if you could get me a couple fags, I could use this big proper. Sorry, you're in an oxygen tent, mate. You can't light the lighter. It'll blow you to kingdom come, you see. So it's just a gift. You'll need don't, this in Mumbai. Don't muck about with it. You'll blow the whole cancer research ward to pieces. Anyway, Fairy Bix uh, is uh, happy for you, I guess. Good luck with your childhood cancer. <laughs> Have you noticed how hillbilly the... Uh lighters get at times i when it, it's sitting on the counter there's camouflage lighter oh yeah i don't know why you need a camouflage lighter hey, you're the only one who knows where it is there's a lighter that's yeah. beer it's so when you're it hunting like the beer. deer doesn't uh, that's true pick it up. they only see the flame yeah. <laughs> there's one it actually looks like uh, a glass of beers how come adults never get childhood cancer <laughs> sorry dave what is it doctor cut it to me straight you've got childhood cancer what's impossible I'm an adult. I know. It's very rare. Sorry about that. Here's your lighter. Japanese company has <laughs> developed. We should start fairy bics for redneck kids who are sick. <laughs> You're never going to know what the pleasures of smoking are going to be, kids. So, But here, you can at least feel it in your hands. Drop those off but at have the children's hospital. Fairy bics? <laughs> fairy the work bics. they do is awesome. We're here to help out some redneck children and never know what it's going to be like to feel like a good old-fashioned smoker. So we got them lighters. And we ferry about the hospital. Here you go, International. This is a whole box full. Here's your Bix. We've teamed up with Cancer Sticks for kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lifetime supply. There's only three of them. You ain't got a lot of lifetime left. Bring back the candy cigarettes. <laughs> Seeing as how you've been eating alive by childhood cancer. Start with these. And work your way up. How. On account of your childhood cancer, we only gave you two, because you ain't going to make it till April. Here's some nicotine pudding. <laughs> now drink your Kool-Aid. Doctor says vitamin C is important. Japanese companies developed a banana with an edible peel. Tell that to gorillas. They've been eating it that way forever. 
the mom gay is the uh, mm-hmm. type of banana. Wait, they developed it? Yep. Uh, that's scary. Just when you thought bananas were great. <laughs> All that wasted part that you peel off that tastes like garbage, we made good. D&T Farms. Uh-huh. No thanks. The creation yeah, started okay. as a, nope. a hobby. Look what we've created. <laughs> we've manufactured an outer banana edible part. Well, I don't want that. I'm fine with the innards. No. Setsu Tanaka. By the by. Says the peel is uh, pretty delicious. Our uh, front desk girl, Gloria, the adorable and talented Gloria, down to, uh, she always asks me, because I've got all those lemon trees, and I brought in lemons last year. She always says, are your lemons ready? She, uh, evidently, my lemon tree is magic. She loves them. She's, so I, I, uh, the irony is that the white, bald man is picking lemons and giving them to a Mexican girl on a regular basis. But I'm doing so. I bring in a bucket of the lemons. I drop them off yesterday. She, I thought she was kidding. She cut one in half immediately, salted it. it, not only ate the middle, right through the peel. She what? eats it like an apple. No. And I'm like, your teeth are going to just cave out of your mouth, and your mouth's just going to be sores. Nope. <laughs> right into the side of the lemon. Stop it. And ate the rind. Swallows it whole. Yeah, go watch it. Spit it out. Nope. She chews it right in front of you like it's a game, like it's eating tinfoil. Everybody ran away from her like she was in a cage. (laughs) Me and Jill and a couple of people go, oh, she eats the lemon lemon part. Are you curious how it tastes? No, I know how lemons taste. I I would never be able to taste it. Her face didn't pucker. Oh, yeah, you get the. uh... I don't eat the peel. I've never eaten it. I've squeezed them in a drink and thrown them aside, but I've never eaten the peel. You've eaten a peel, bro? But every now and then, the little (laughs) rinds are in uh, lemon cake or something like that. Yeah, not full, like maybe a no, little, but like a bit, an accident. Yeah, no, I've, but you're not I putting full lemon rinds out there. Yeah, when you, what are they, in a lemon cake? They put big chunks the of rinds. It? Really? Yeah, put little, ugh, it's a bad cake. It sounds like a mistake. Yeah, she eats it like an apple. Cuts it in half first to get all the juice possible in each bite. Salts it, which I found weird. Is there a little salt shaker ready to go? Just chopping limes in half and going to town. Oh, throw us. Some ladies are upset at Target because they've rolled out some shirts for the Super Bowl. The ladies. Uh, one of the shirts Is says... The coolest monkey in the jungle. <laughs> Is it halftime yet? Rooting for the commercials. And they're all upset because, wait a minute, we know about these sports. No, you don't. Let's touch down a home run. <laughs> Is that a shirt? Yes. I got to get one of those for Megan. And she does know the game, but she doesn't know like we do. Let's touch down a home run is my favorite. (laughs) Stop it, ladies. Some, in a very small percentage when I say this, some of you know how to talk football. You can talk the current game, but I would... I would venture to guess that it is less than 1% of the ladies at the Super Bowl party that can bring up, you know, Adam Thielen's numbers and, like, uh, I don't know, tons of those those little statistics and things that we idiot guys pay attention to too closely. And the ones that do are usually named Beth and drive you nuts. Let's home run a touchdown. Pretty solid. If you're a funny girl, that's what you should wear. If you're a bitter... Feminist, and I don't want you at my Super Bowl party anyway. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one uh, is from the Philippines, and this happens a lot. They warn you sometimes. In, in other countries, it will happen to the accident scammers. Here oh, in New yeah. York, where they they kind of brush across your car, like yeah, you they, hit them. They jump on your and hood they and basically stuff. take cash to make it go away, rather than right. calling the police. Because they know everybody's got cameras. Yeah.
So this guy went all out with the um, couple of metal buckets, too, to make good sound. So, Oh, I don't know. That does. Oh, is his friend driving the car? <laughs> no. Oh, the, the rolling's a little overboard. Oh, yeah. But he legitimately checking got out the car, a, Checking right. out the car. Checking out the car. Well, he, he walked into the car. Sure, but Come still, on. that's... That's more than I've seen most people do. Sometimes I've seen guys flop now on the legs really cars. hurting. But the last one I saw, a guy was just flopped over the hood of a car that wasn't moving, and he just rolled right. off. And you're like, that's well. The one guy that we saw stopped in front of the car and then jumped on the hood and rolled off. Yeah, the dog's curious. Yeah, there's almost inevitably in these videos of other countries a dog that comes out of nowhere in the How middle do you think of Steve-O city street. Gets dogs. Yeah, it's true. Everything went away with a picture, autographed picture of Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Is that guy getting yelled at for? He just filmed He's like, wait a minute, you got the cameras. This in the Philippines? We need you. There's an awful lot of people just hoofing it in the middle of the road. I got to say, that that doesn't seem to be a a safe crosswalk. And the final radio video is this is how they deliver Domino's Pizza in Canada. Okay. Guys in the elevator, (laughs) getting ready to go up. We're friends, right, Baldy? Just pulling it out of the bag. In the elevator. Oh, no. That's a big pizza. Oh, he's going to do something awful that no, pie. No, he he's snagging some toppings. Yeah. He's a little hungry. Well, yeah. He's a little snack <laughs> before he it. delivers. He doesn't get lunch at Maybe, <laughs> you know, in fairness to him, maybe he's delivered to this prick before and he gets no tip. So he takes a little extra on the top. No harm, no foul. No. Nope. All that Very time clean. to go Puts up the, the pizza bag. <laughs> That's pretty solid. How many times has that happened to you? Dude, reach back. Let me make sure that thing didn't get smashed. Ooh. Love those pepperonis. Man. It's happened a lot. Oh, it's in my head. It's happened a lot. Look, at, uh, you're not getting a CEO of Domino's rolling up to your house. This guy's barely making it. He's just, he's pie to pie for his next weed bag. That's basically what you're dealing with. That's why you always double on the no. toppings. <laughs> double up not so for it, everybody. it's not noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take a couple off top for yourself there, Teddy? That's his tip. Yeah. I'm not going to tip you, but you can have a slice on the way in. <laughs> and wear a hairnet. Yeah. And by all means, glove up. Take some toppings off. I, I, I doubled up on everything. It's happened to, I bet you it's happened to all of us. Some yes. food, to, all of us have had some sort of. Delivery food? All of it. There's never, it, think of the people who are doing your deliveries. Come on. Especially, you know what I get real nervous about? Recently divorced delivery guy. How do you get that? Because he's deep out forty-seven. Of- oh, all right. Everything's over. He he's allowed to drive though. Wander barely. He wanders up to your door in the ninety-seven Corolla that he's furious about owning. Doing still. whatever I can to pay yeah, the bills, I gotta, man. Got to pay. I, I, everything used to be great. Here's your pie. Oh boy. I was a doctor. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Larry Nasser. <laughs> pizza boy. I put my hands where they don't go on your pizza. Anyway, yeah, so I don't, uh, but I, you can't do anything about it, so it's no big deal. So long as you don't know, who cares, right? The oh, things that, the delivery bodily fluids you've ingested are. Thanks uh, for the pizza, okay. Sandusky. It's unbelievable how much booger and 
spit and stuff. That those delivery guys have free access to your pie in the back of that car. It's All not, right, it's not always, but it's out happened. of sight, out of mind. I know, John. I agree, but you know, be real blah, with blah, yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Just know yeah, sometimes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yep. Oh, we were talking. We talked about it last night with my buddy uh, Kevin years ago. He got mad at Silvermine Subs. He used to order it for lunch all the time, and they forgot the cheese, and he was in a bad mood, so he just called me. Hey, you guys blow it on the cheese every time. Now the sandwich is completely worthless. My lunch is. And uh, they're like, we'll never order from them again because he just went off on them. And then what does he do? He orders from them like a week later. I'm like, oh, you cannot. They know you. Yeah, they'll remember that call. They always know. They're not happy with their existence right now. They're delivering food to you, and now you're treating them like you're a Rockefeller? I need a 12-inch Italian with earwax. Oh, earwax For is a Kevin. great one to throw on. You ever take a bite of pizza and just go, hmm, that was odd. No. Nope. And just walk right through it? Sometimes you'll bite stuff. And think, huh, that might have been a big chunk of earwax. Eh, oh, well. Come on, man. The divorce guy was angry. It takes nothing to dig in some of the yellow and pull it out and flake it. <laughs> it's in you. It's in all of us. It's reasonable, tough, man. reasonable to assume that 100% of us have been affected. And that's why it's okay. Yeah, it's it's commonality, it. I guess. It's, it's part of it. And if you were driving to Prick's houses who are standing at your door going, you know, we ordered this 38 minutes ago. I've got guests. They remember that. We've the been next, waiting. The next time you're eating boogers. Green peppers, that's real easy to slide one under there. You're eating them. You've thought you're this eating. out. Oh, I... You've thought I've, this way through. I've dealt with the general public and food before. <laughs> uh, it's 7.36. There you go. That is your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Oh, Pro Bowl magic. All weekend at the Hooters. You want to... Get your Pro Bowl team together. This is going to, everybody's talking about the Pro Bowl. Talent show. Oh, the skits, the dancing, the songs, the Pro Bowl. This is the first weekend every year where you realize how much you love football because you, the Pro Bowl is the first time you realize you're not going to have it much anymore for a long time. The Pro Bowl's miserable, but uh, you can watch it if you want it. Hooters, make it worth your while at Hooters and go see that. Uh, thank you, Hooters. There goes your Brady Report. 98 KUPD, it's Ozzy right there. Mark at that moon. It's 7.52 in the morning sickness. Uh, uh, oh, no. Now the pizza delivery guys are chiming in. Earwax is not, oh, what is this? Earwax isn't on pizza isn't the worst of it. My first job at 17 was delivering for Hungry Howie's in Scottsdale. My first day, the driver was fired for jerking it. Okay. On I won't pies. say, all right, I was going to say, I'm not going to say where, but thank you, Richard. We got it. All right. My girlfriend used to lick the taco shells when she worked at Taco Bell. People were rude. Yeah, everybody's got a story. You've all ingested something awful from an underpaid. This uh, guy says, Uber Eats, the yeah. only way to get your food. Uh, I, yeah, Uber Eats, I don't think they've got time. Yes, yeah. and Uber Eats your food. Yeah, Uber Eats your food. <laughs> There's been some stuff missing from my Uber Eats orders before, and I just assume, you know Has what? really? Let that guy have the onion rings. Really? Yeah. Oh, he got missed, hungry on the way over. Fine with that. They missed him on the order. Yeah. Oh, we didn't get him in the order. Of course they're going to do. Oh, did you get your sandwich? No. Darn it. There's a dude about a mile away parked in a oh, just hammering it as uh, Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I guess if you're going to deliver food, that's the way to do it. Your variety it would be out the. Yeah, there's no real retribution for the Uber Eats guy. Oh, I gave everything they gave me. You ate the sandwich, didn't you, Todd? No. It's crazy. Let us all over your face. With a toothpick and mayonnaise. Todd, bite down. Uh, I'm fascinated currently, by the way, and I'm I'm almost addicted to this story about the Alcatraz letter. Have you guys been paying attention to that? So the, the escape from Alcatraz, guys, the brothers, John and Frank, 
I think it's John Frank and the other guy. The ones from the Clint Eastwood from the movie. movie. Oh. So the story's always been, if you don't know the story, they escaped from Alcatraz uh, in the 60s. And they made a raft out of their raincoats because it rained so much they would give the prisoners raincoats. They made this weird raft out of raincoats and stuff. And then they, they the reason Alcatraz... It was, was a flotation device. It was a sort of work as of, a raft. They, they carved it out to where it was big enough and long enough that it would float. It became a raft. I mean, it floated. It was a flotation device, but I guess that's kind of what a raft is. But, so they made this thing. And uh, everybody afterwards, like, you can't escape from this thing. The bay will eat you alive. If it's not sharks, it's cold. If it's not cold, it's the, the way the water moves Currents. around. You're going to get beat up out there. There's no swimming to shore. But yet, every year, they do a triathlon in that water, and everybody swims from Alcatraz to the shore, and there has never been an incident of death or shark attack at all. So you're like, well, on the off chance these guys were doing some weight training in the uh, prison gym, there's a good shot they made this because no one in the swim in that particular meet has ever failed. So you start oh, thinking right. about that. So all of a sudden, this letter comes uh, to a, uh, I think it was to a TV station or something, CBS San Francisco. It says, my name is John Anglin. I escaped from Alcatraz in June of 1962 with my brother Clarence and Frank Morris. The other guy was Frank. I'm 83 years old, and I'm in terrible shape. I have cancer. Uh, by the way, we all made it that night, but barely. So this goes to the news, and it says, uh, basically, I want some medical attention, um, but I don't want to spend... More than one year. I'm willing to trade out one year in jail for the medical attention you would give me, but no more than that. If you go back on TV and promise that you'll give me the medical attention and I'll only get like maybe one more year in jail for all I did wrong, then I'll then I'll come forward because I really need the help. Otherwise, I'll just I'll just die in pain. And so there, like this quandary's begun. Like, is this real? And now the family members are coming forward, going those pictures that people sent from Brazil of the two guys. Uh, they were in Brazil years ago. Like this is the this is the other two. These are the brothers that are down yeah, in Brazil. They're and they're like, that's them. And they're, they're they tell people it's them. Like, ah, no, they all died. They stuck to the story. The authorities stuck to the story that they died that night in the water. They never found bodies. But then they hold the raft up. But if you look where they found that raft, the raincoats was on the shore. It made it. The raft made it all the way to the to and the, of course, San Francisco. Well, but it would have movie. They found the flower. Right. Right. The right. 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 But the raft would have made it either way because of the way the tides coming You'd in. You think right? so? But then the bodies would too. So they. So the story was, oh, they just got the eaten up get and weighed, the, weighed down if you get drowned. Either way, yeah. But the body's gonna float eventually. So, but either way, they probably made it now. So now everybody's like, well, what do we do? It's been, you know, fifty what six years uh, since their escape. Did we stuff this old man back in jail? He's Let not done it. He's not done anything wrong, evidently, in those fifty-six years to get caught doing anything else. Uh, so what do they do? So I've been reading this, and now they're just trying to authenticate everything, but they can't find him because he's basically, look, you're not going to find me. Wait, he sent a letter. He sent a letter with no address to a, to a news station that basically said, you're not going to find me. And well, I've been living here's, a different life, life and clean different life. The red the flag on it for me is. If he needs the medical attention, the first thing you're going to do is say, I, I'll need it, but, uh, or I guess if you're going to go forward, then I'll give you my location. Well, then he said, go on TV and promise me, make a promise with an authority figure that says, yes, we'll give you the medical attention and you will not spend another year in jail. Uh, more than that. And if they do, I mean, they could still fool him to drag him forward, but he's like, he wants confirmation. Then he said, I'll contact you again. It's basically like the Zodiac Killer. He's sending letters from all over the place and saying, so I don't know. The quandary is, do, do you help him or do you just let him die of cancer and can't afford any treatment? Well, the real thing is it's such poor grammar on the yeah, letter. Yeah, I, I escaped from Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah escaped. Well, you know, he wasn't, a, D. he wasn't a great. You know what's always funny about that? Like when a rapper does stuff like that, 
they'll at least put an apostrophe or something cool in there. When this guy's misspellings, you're like, look at this idiot. I'm just going to point him out. I escaped from Alcatraz in June 1962 with my brother Clarence. He didn't reread it. So they all, yeah, he, and proofreading you're was not You're not proofreading? Come yeah. on, you're sending a letter to the cops? It's got to be impressive. Go over that a little bit? Yeah. It's going to make it's, news? It's handwritten. Yeah, you're hoping it makes sense. But yeah, now the bigger thing is they made it. So that big escape from Alcatraz thing, they were like, you can't escape from the mighty Alcatraz. And nobody could ever make that. So I've never understood that. I watched that every year they talk about the triathlon. If it, yeah. They swim from Alcatraz to the shore, and nobody ever fails. Is it on? Is there a difference on one side from the other on the currents? No, I mean it's just supposedly inescapable. That's why it is where it is. And like nobody could ever make this swim. You'd get tortured by the water or the, the stuff that's in it. So maybe you made it. So do you help them? I do, just because I want them to come forward and get more of the story. And then you throw not them on the, my dime. All right, we'll throw him in the clink then. <laughs> Lie to him. He's a liar, so lie to him. So absolutely, we wouldn't even put you in jail. You've been a model citizen for 57 years. Give him some medical treatment, throw him right back in jail and say, screw you, old man. Here's your meds. Great thing is Tell we the tale. have uh, Escape from Alcatraz 2 The now. sequel. Yes, this is it. What did they do afterwards? Clint Eastwood could play the uh, old man now. It's perfect. Good. Megan and I were talking about this last night. It's like you get him back out there and tell him, hola, this is uh, Tuca la Meta. I'm in Brazil. I have to work on the accent. It'd be a great movie because then he could do flashbacks. Yes, to the real movie. Oh, it's a great idea. It's for our entertainment. And the stuff that happened after the real movie. Yep. You know, flashback to that whole life. Yeah. For our entertainment, we must get this guy to come forward and at least spill the beans on what he's been doing for the last 57 years, dodging any like nobody looked for him. They made such a cut and dry decision that those guys all died. There was no search. So the best news those guys got was they think you're dead, and they're not looking. Isn't it crazy, though, that three of them, like none of them would have been found or come forward? And- right. But 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 again, yeah, I, I, that's the one thing that was surprising is not one of them came forward and said, by the way, I'm 88. And the one guy died in 2008, and he's like, uh, he, not once did he say, by the way, I'm one of the escapees from Alcatraz. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, there's, but if there's, it wasn't there's for some that, stuff you there. Know, I mean, there's a lot of money on the line for Alcatraz because no one escapes there. And right. You know, well, they had. But if I'm that guy, yeah. um, that's the one thing that criminals like they get caught so easily because they're always they love yeah. yeah, these three guys evidently not so much. They kept it tight. But on your deathbed, you would you would say something when you're 89, unless you just got run over by a car at age 90 and <laughs> you didn't yeah, see maybe. it coming. It could be like the guy from the James Bond movies, Q, who died in a car wreck when he was 96. Nobody nobody would have expected that. New identity. They'd say, I'll do it on my deathbed, and then he never got one. He just got run over. So. Anyway, it's fascinating, and I just I, I want more for my entertainment because again, Escape from Alcatraz two, after Alcatraz, and then their, their story about having Clint Eastwood running around in Brazil. Yeah, Clint, he dies. Clint doesn't have much time left. What if we find out Clint actually was one of the three guys? It's like, oh my god, he knew because it was such a detailed story on how they got out of there, and it was such an inescapable place that even the guards didn't know what the siren meant when it went off. Like, they're in Alcatraz, and the sirens are going off. They're like, what the hell? Is this place on fire? Lockdown? They'd never practiced an escape plan. Because it was impossible. It's like, escape. Let them try. They just drown in the water. They're going to die out there, especially at night. So they, the sirens go off when the, they see three guys leaving. They're like, what's this? So they were late reacting. And then it's just pitch black out there. They're like, I'm not going in that water. They're going to die. 
It's a great story. And the movie's still fantastic. A little slow by today's standards. They set it up pretty good. But. And no, and you a lot of racism in it, too. You know, on cell check, saying, okay, are there people missing right. to begin with? But they knew. It wasn't even a, didn't even come to cell check. It was just the, how did they do it with cell check? There were alarms when they sent them, and none of the guards knew what those alarms were. We haven't ever heard this one before. Although, I guess, so supposedly, if Morris died in 2005, that was Lanishwood's character. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. Frank, he was Frank. Because he was... It was him and then the two brothers. Well, well, you could still write the movie to where they stayed in touch. And in 2005, he's like, guys, not looking good. And I'm not going to spill the beans. I'm going to let you go. Tell my tale. Avenge me. <laughs> and then some beautiful music sacks. That sweet Grand, grand Torino. Gaping away in my Grand Torino. <laughs> Maybe Walt Kowalski was his character. We'll find out Clinton had a running theme the whole time. Anyway, it's fascinating. It's an amazing story. And I don't know. They're, they're in a pickle now. Like, what do we do? Do we get him? Do we arrest him? Do, I mean, it makes the authorities find look, him first. makes the authorities look terrible. He'll come forward, though, if they go on TV. Do you go on TV and say, yes, we agree to your your demands. Let's get you some help. And then you throw him in jail. Now Why does it make some... him look terrible? It's old news. It is. I don't think anybody cares about these guys anymore. So. I know. How it's much, kind of cool. What, what kind so of then you let him go. Do, uh, as far as, you know, there could be some cameras set up. I'm with a... The mail was, you know, where the guy put it in the mailbox. Or You want to spend that kind of dough looking exactly. for a nine-year-old man? No, not good. And he'll do it again. I'd say go on TV and get him out. Let's get that story complete. Man, it's a, gra- it's a great. And the letter is just hand. It's very uh It's, it's pretty very crazy how they say the they tried to do a match on the handwriting. It was inconclusive. Yeah. Because DNA match. It they, seems like they've yeah. nailed that pretty much. Yeah, but not the last thing they had written was 1962. Yeah. So his handwriting's changed a little. It's shaky or whatever. You know, I mean, they could still probably get something that's inconclusive. Is like maybe, maybe not. They did a DNA test on the letter to see if any of his skin or any you know, markings or you know oils. Nothing. All of it was inconclusive. So it's all just like maybe. It's a great story, and it's going to be a great Eastwood movie. We got to hurry up with this because Clint's making movies fast. He's churning them out. We need another one. And maybe someone to volunteer. They'll pick up the uh, medical expenses. Get a hospital. Say, all right, we'll pick it up for you. Oh, I could just see the open of the movie. Yeah, but it was 2013. Yeah. He's probably dead. The open of the movie is just the thing floating, and then it, and then it's, and then you see Clint Eastwood in a in a hospital You're bed, breaking down scenes, holding some lady's hand. It's something I never told you. Oh, this is an easy oh movie to make. God. You can make this really good. Yeah, and it's just like Saving Private Ryan. Just yeah. goes right back. Scott Eastwood can play him when he was younger because sure. they look exactly perfect. Like that. Perfect. Oh, Nailed okay. it. I'm going to call him today. You again. Punk. He says the end. Yeah, we'll call, call Bert and then maybe he can get us in touch with Clint. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Oh, no, no, we won't want you to do it. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm in. No. Uh, crap. All right. You can be the warden. Boss Hog. Okay, you'll be Boss Hog. John, if the escapee doesn't get it, get the movie done in time, he can send a letter with his last words saying, Ah, oh, my nuts. Ah, oh, my nuts, my nuts. Ah, <laughs> oh, didn't, we didn't save him in time. Anyway. Uh, who's comedian today? It's Nick Thune. Nick Thune. Nick Thune is going to come in here in just a little bit. And I have a thing, too. He's at Tempion Pro. But one thing we do have to mention is we're saying goodbye to Toledo's Tattoo of Me. You in flames. Years and years ago, Eric uh, was, Eleven years of pride. was supposed to have a tattoo on his ass with an arrow. Of Brady saying, "Welcome to Yum City," and the arrow went right to his butthole. And uh, tattoo artist How much was are you here. Offering me for that, one? a lot of money on that one. I think it was, it was like five grand. Bucks. No, it was more than that. We were in the grand? thousands by then because yeah. that was a big. Yeah, one. That's a big one. And he and his dad said, "You can't do this." And we had phone calls from family. And Eric was 
The tattoo Great guy design. was here. Eric flipped out when he saw the tattoo guy in the hallway. I'm not doing it! I'm not doing it! Which makes me think, why didn't Harvey Weinstein's assistant have this kind yeah, of gumption? Exactly. Go clean my condom. I'm not doing it! So the tattoo guy started getting a little huffy. Well, I came all the way down here with my inks, my stuff. Right. Somebody's getting a tattoo. Toledo. And Randall got a little huffy. Yeah, because Randall, yeah, Randall was like Randall getting free work from the guy. So, like, nobody thought that there would be a chance that I would say no to this? No. You well, I think you, agree, I think you agreed to it earlier. You did. Yeah. Well, we were surprised. I, I know, yeah. but nobody thought I would back out of that deal. Come on. You've been gold on everything yeah, else. Yeah, up to that point. That's bull crap. We, we kept pushing to the point where the we're like. The hottest pepper was no problem. We found your breaking point, which was a, a yeah, tattoo a of Brady tattoo pointing to your me. butthole. Permanent damage didn't seem to bother you, so why not give a, a permanent tattoo and a memory is what we were thinking. Yeah. It was just a memory. Brought a smile to your face it every was time you look at it. Yeah. Well, he couldn't look at it, but everybody else kept it was behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Yum City on his beehole. Anyway, so Toledo let the tattoo guy do a tattoo of me on his arm, and uh, he's getting that replaced today. Did you get any money for that? Nah. No, I just did it. He's like, I, I've that, always though. wanted this. I was brand new on the show, <laughs> right. man. Yeah. It was, uh... He was just trying to he was just trying to earn stripes at that wow, hour. Really? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, he would have been gone. This would be <laughs> at least six more months. That would was, uh, He wasn't doing much of a good job, but that was enough to show me. kid on the way. Yeah, Come he on. was, uh, <laughs> his loyalty factor, I was like, I didn't even ask you to do this. This is, you get to stay for a while. Uh, but you're going to the Grand Canyon Tattoo Convention today to have that removed. You, you feel like your feet are in cement here, huh? Is it yeah. re- removal or modification? It's a cover-up is what yeah. they're calling because okay. they're tattooing over. You can't remove. Well, you can remove it, but... The Mesa Convention Center at the, and, uh, at the Phoenix Marriott Mesa. That's just an awful lot of confusing there. The Mesa Convention Center at the Phoenix Marriott Mesa. So it's the Phoenix Marriott. That's, uh, that's what they sent. It's in Mesa. What's it's going uh, on? It's Center Street in Mesa. It's if you go to University and Center. You can go down there, but Toledo's going to go down there. And uh, who is it? So many of the artists are going to have uh, like their artwork and prints available along with tons of tattoo-related items. So you can go down there. I think it's all weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, it's the whole weekend. So if you want to go out there to the Grand Canyon Tattoo Convention. Oh, look at that. 25 bucks today from 2 to 10, tomorrow 12 to 10, Sunday 12 to 6. You get all sorts of stuff. Fifty day, three day pass, or fifty dollars, three day pass. You can get all sorts of things, yep. and Toledo will have me removed from his his body. Piece Is your uh, woman the cover up? She happy about all this? I think so. Yeah. I think both women. The ex hated rolling over and looking at John's no, face on my shoulder. That's why she left you. Yeah, that's she true. knew there was a better that's place. True. She was reminded <laughs> constantly of a better world. And the better part is, is that. Uh, you know, like your other tattoos aren't much better. No, no, God no. You've got Marvin the Martian. Yeah. And uh, Opus from Bloom County. Yeah, the terrible decisions you've made. In Those were eight when I was eighteen. Opus from Bloom when I was County. In eighth grade. That's a lot of explaining. Those are badass, man. When you got Opus from Bloom County, you're like forever, man. Forever, Opus. No one's ever. I'm locked forget, in. No one's ever gonna forget Opus. Forty from years Bloom from now, this County. will be legendary. Yeah, it's not a good idea. In fact, maybe I'm the best tattoo you've got. You might want to consider covering could up be. Opus. It could be. Could anyway. you imagine if you would have been in jail for an extended period of time, how tough you would have been? In the hell is that on your yeah. ankle? Well, you got you got a girly Marvin the Martian <laughs> tattoo on your ankle there, boy. Or what if he's a big fan? Oh, is it like that? Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna f- you and laugh. Yeah, you could have just got the biggest, blackest dude in the uh, prison yeah, tattoo on you. Oh, I like it. Do the Marvin voice, boy. Mm. <laughs> you could have been this his concubine. Surely unbelievable. Surely you don't want to put that in there. Goddamn right I do. So anyway, congratulations, Richard. It's been a nice run. It has been a living nice on run. your skin. I hope you get. What are you getting over me? Uh, I haven't seen the final piece, piece yet. Of Is it a yeah. Murphy Brown or something relevant? Yes. Uh, no, it's going to be kind of a, a Northwest uh, totem 
type. I'm thing bored already. Right. Sounds now, terrible. Now wait, you could. Now you you were throwing around the power earlier. You could say like, nah. you get this removed. I never threw the power around. Mouth. He did this on his own. This was never. Uh, it was an aside because yeah. the guy was there. He's earned it. You'll do it, won't you, Toledo? He's earned sure, it. Sure. What are we doing? Put my face on your. Yeah, just tattoo me, and we'll be fine. Okay. You've earned You're it. You're just gonna let him take it right off. Yeah, I have no issue. I'm no problem. Go for your authority a little bit. Come on. Choose your authority. Come on, man. You gotta pick and choose. Make it. Make him. Not interested. I forbid you. If he'd like to have. You don't. There's punishment. Take it off. Oh, he's not. His job's not as safe as it used to be. But that's you know he hasn't done anything yet. You can't just willy-nilly fire a guy for getting you taken off in a tattoo. Someday, and now his screw-ups will be uh, magnified a little more. I yeah. see. Yeah. There it is. That's all, all right. right. He knows <laughs> the consequences. Uh, it's 810. Nick Thune is going to join us next. It's 98 KUPD. Already, we've we've bonded, I think, Nick. I think yeah. this is a good thing. Nick Thune is here. Everybody's at the Tempe. He's, he's talking about gold bond. We've been That's here. right. We've been sharing bonds. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little pitted out. Look at this mess today. I'm yeah. a mess. Yellow, my, you should have gone green. My right arm is just... Anyway, that's his personal problem. Uh, Nick Thune is here. He's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Is it Thune officially or Thune? Um, or Tune? Jay Leno says Thune. Thune. Yeah. yeah. Does that bother you? I'm never going to correct him. Why not? I mean, we hang out every day. So <laughs> he still uses off. your last name. <laughs> Hey, look, yeah. it's Nick Thune. Rick, come over here. We're going to have Nick Thune over Nick, for dinner Rick again. Thune. It's Nick Thune. He knows he's getting to you. <laughs> uh, he's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. 480-921-9877. I mean, Jay, I just, I just, this made me think of Jay, because Jay Leno is just a, a nice guy. You yeah. know? And the first time I did the show, my parents came down. Oh, wow. And uh, after, you know, he's like, hey, after, you know, like, after you're set, I'm going to call you over. And then after that, I'll, your parents can come down. We'll take a picture oh, during awesome. the commercial break. And so my parents are coming down, and Jay was like, uh, uh, sees my mom, and he goes, oh, somebody got a haircut. And she goes, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, mom, just say yes. I agree with Jay Leno. Just say, say, yeah, Jay. Great small talk. <laughs> We're not going to get a picture now. That mom, is an odd thing it. to say to someone you've Don't never met Don't challenge Jay yeah. Leno's. Oh, looks like somebody <laughs> dropped a few pounds. I've never seen you no, before. No, I've actually gained 10. <laughs> Don't yeah. fight it, though. Yeah, why would, why would he open with that? Just to That's, see if you're going to be combative. Yeah, I it's guess. It's a very passive-aggressive Jay mean, Leno. Who knows how many people he said that day. It looks like yeah. someone got a new haircut. Like, oh, <laughs> this is opening line. Yeah. He walks around the office. Yeah. Oh, somebody got a haircut. Somebody got a haircut. Somebody got a haircut. All right, Jay's off again. Just let him go. Let him go. Here he comes, everybody. Yeah. Just, just muss your hair up. Scissors in the hands. <laughs> Everybody's oh, you're currently getting a haircut. That's great stuff. Look, you're going to look fantastic. Everybody's getting haircuts today. It's on me. <laughs> would be he just does that so he can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, he's buying people haircuts. Right. It's the cheapest gift I could think of. Not Everybody anymore. line up. Yeah. He's going to be here in 10 minutes. And when he's mad at you. You know what? No haircuts. No more haircuts for Nick Thune. Uh, at the Tempe Improv this weekend, uh, Nick is uh, performing. 480-921-9877. And uh, we were talking off the air. I had an email from somebody that said you were known for being a dick in a movie. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't know how known I am for that. Well, I, you are in this guy. I mean, I know it's in, like I'm kind of infamous. You spreads know? like wildfire, yeah, though. Because once, really... some, once someone says you played an actual yeah. a, a penis that comes to life and then creates its own body and becomes you... A yeah. full-grown man, not yeah. like not like a six-inch little man that tells you what to do. That's what people get confused about. They yeah. say, "Oh, you like a you, you had to wear a costume," and uh, uh-huh. no, th- that's why they cast me. They thought I looked the closest to a penis, <laughs> right? Yeah, was it, did you, did yeah. you have to send in headshots, so to speak? Yeah, or was, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And they, they just thought, what well, they said, the what a perfect mushroom. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you've got a you've got a very mushroomy thing, especially in the turtleneck or the hoodie. It looks good. You know, but, I just did a um, a photo shoot where uh, I I did I have these shirts. 
that I made. And uh, I, I, you know how people like they make a product and they want to like get like a cute girl wearing it yeah. or a guy and put it on your site. And sure, I was like, why would you do that? I want to get an elderly man. <laughs> uh, and so I cast this guy that has a really nice penis. What? And uh, and I did this thing called Donald. The photo shoot was what I call Donald ducking. Okay. So that's when you just wear a shirt and no pants. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and he's he's also wearing like. You know, like calf high socks with some white New Balances that I got him, and uh, I scheduled the photo shoot. For, I got, I found him on this website, modelmayhem.com, dot com, and uh, <laughs> really, I paid him two hundred bucks and I shot it at my office, and I, had, I hired a photographer. And you know, I'm a I'm a dad, and sure, uh, you know, usually weekends are meant for so for the, the kids. kids were there, right? Yeah, yeah. I brought my son. <laughs> He, no, I, it was like, hey, daddy's got to go to work today. It's a big work day yeah. for dad. Um, you know, I set up like a nice little cheese and, and cracker right. table for him. charcuterie for the boy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this guy showed up and he put on a, I was like, here, you know, he, he's naked in the room. I'm like, but let's, try an, let's try an XL on because I really just wanted to see the tip, you know. And uh, and at one point he goes, you know, if you, if you put a medium on me, you'd see a lot more. And I go, right. that's exactly why we've got an yeah. XL on we're, you, we're not doing that. But yeah. the moment of life really hitting me was, the photographer was like, I think we got it. And it was pretty quick. It's like, <laughs> right. this guy 200 bucks. We're not going to do 200 bucks for a 10 minute shoot. Minutes. We're taking 100 pictures here. So I go, let's try something different. Uh, how about you uh, get down and, and uh, tie your shoe? Oh, God. And so he gets down and he's just kind of playing with his shoelaces as if it's like a cat in a ball. And I go, no, un- <laughs> respect the untie him and retie him. And as he was retying him, I say, and now look to camera. And he looked up and we, that's that's my favorite picture. That's also the moment when I realized that I really need to figure out what I'm doing with my life. So it's a shirt so great, you don't need any other clothes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really the slogan. What that's what I should say. A shirt yeah. so great, you won't need anything else. shirt so great, you're going to want to buy a poster with an old man's penis. <laughs> no one will even notice you're not wearing pants. That's and I'll nice tell you what, that are. poster sells like hotcakes. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, and now well, I, I want to see. To I'll send you guys. Yeah. I'll send you guys a signed one. Yeah, absolutely. I want by him or you. I can get him to sign. Okay, because I need yeah. both on this. I mean, He's got know, arthritis, so he I might have to I want to be able to go on the uh, <laughs> antique road show with that yeah. in about thirty years. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, well, this is a vintage. Uh, what do we have here? Yeah, no, it's a vintage uh, poster. Yeah. Well, these shirts were so nice. You didn't need pants. It's <laughs> with amazing. a vintage penis. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's yeah. That's an interesting way to sell shirts. How you doing in the shirt department? You got a lot of them stored up. I've got I'm like five left. Oh, really? They're yeah. going like crazy. Yeah, people like them. I figured the poster would outsell. Time to restock. Are the posters outselling? The posters. I sold out of posters yeah. last weekend. Actually, <laughs> no Denver. Kidding. They really like those. Penis. And what's so special about the shirt? Um. I don't know. This guy in the band, the Cold War Kids, designed it. Oh, okay. It. So right. I don't know. It's, it's like it's actually a pretty cool shirt, but yeah. I just got a limited number of. But them. it's marketing. Yeah, and the old a tip of an old man's penis is yeah. going to draw attention. It really every does time. Yeah. every time. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued by two things about you, and both of them are, are penis. I also related. didn't tell my wife that I'd done that, and <laughs> I think my friend's wife mentioned it to her. Like, I can't believe Nick did a photo shoot with this old guy's penis, and she's like, "What? Start over." She's like, "This is what you're spending our money." on? What did you do last Saturday? Oh, it was just a uh, dick bugs. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> dick shoot. You'll see it in all the all the yeah. major publications. Earl was great. <laughs> are you in touch with him still? You know what? I I haven't been, but another friend of mine hired him for a different penis shoot. So he just is and, a penis model. Yeah. You got you got referral. Yeah. No, my friend. I have it. this podcast called "Do You Know Who Jason Siegel Is," which is the dumbest premise for a right. podcast. We well, just call people and ask if they know who he is the whole time. Yeah. Nonstop. On well, the we phone talk book? and then we like call people based off our conversation. And do you give them clues, or do they have to know no, immediately no, based no. on like? No, like, like just they answer the. We call businesses, you know. And what's the best answer you get? Well, like we'll we'll start talking about our favorite Italian food or something, and and I'll say like you know like me and Brendan, my co-host, and I'll be like you know I'm a big spaghetti sandwich fan, but the thing is you can't. 
nobody makes spaghetti sandwiches. No. And then we start calling Italian restaurants, wanting to know if we could order a spaghetti sandwich, but also right. you know more Jason curious Siegel. if they know who Jason Siegel is. Yeah. And most people, what's the percentage, do you suppose? I'd say about 10%. Don't know him. No, 10% know him. Oh, do Okay. Whether They probably all know him. Right, but they don't know why it's being asked. They don't know. Him. That's what my friend's argument. That's how we started this whole thing. I said, everyone knows who he is. And sure. He said, people just think that's a dude on a show. They don't know his Jason Siegel. Right. He's and in like, context of asking a guy at a restaurant, they're thinking, I don't know who that is because they're thinking somebody in the restaurant. Yeah, sometimes they'll be like, yeah. no, he's not working. And, it's just and we're like, no, Mark, think <laughs> about it. He is working. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great game. Yeah, it's you wonder funny. how many Jason Siegels there are, too. It, well, that's the point, though. It's almost yeah. common, not really common. He owns the name. Yeah. Well, like we, the first episode, because we, we start off like I was telling Brendan in the beginning, like I just kind of put two and two together that I was conceived on a waterbed. Oh, really? Um, and I never really thought about that, and I, which I think explains my fear of drowning when my parents are having sex. But <laughs> the. The notion of it, we decided to call. Memories back into your dad's <laughs> yeah. sack. Yeah. <laughs> you knew during conception that this was bad, and wow. that led to that penis movie. That's right. <laughs> so we call a. We actually found a waterbed store. There's a guy in Tampa. He has a waterbed store, which actually the, the brick and mortar is done. It yeah. happened last month. It closed down. Oh no! He's still last selling month. online though. And when we found <laughs> out that the business was going bad, he's been selling them for 37 years. Yeah. We uh, sold we sold five of them on our podcast. No kidding. Yeah, waterbed saying that we'll come to your home and have sex in your waterbed. <laughs> we'll come to your home and that's phenomenal too. And, and record our podcast at your house, or just get some bed. shots of the old man and his wiener out in your waterbed. That would be great if we could get travel. Earl, oh, get Earl out take him on Earl tour. Forget about it. Now I've, we've often asked that question: Not are they still selling waterbeds? Because I'm sure you can find them. Where did they all go? They were everywhere for two decades, and yeah. then disappeared down the drain landfills i guess yeah so somewhere in land that's a lot of bladders those, think about how thick those bladders th were too huge. in the munge yeah inside oh and, the that. and gunk but still those bladders are just and the give back of my mom and my dad on that thing <laughs> right. now did they have the waveless or could you hear it it was like a, it was i, like I a, mean i wasn't there yeah but it, not not for that but post well i mean no. were you there for later well now they have ones that like actually create a current in there that oh, cause like that. all this yeah they've really got you know, the waterbed business is really... I was at my friend's... Almost like that uh, water jet thing and the... Yeah, they have jets <laughs> like it's a spot. I was at my friend's house and we were probably... Yeah, eating. Yeah, we were 12, I think. And uh, his mom and stepfather were causing a ruckus in one of those waterbeds in the room. Oh, boy. And, you know, all you heard was just sloshing and sloshing. And we stood outside and laughed like, what's going on in there? This isn't sick. This is a drowning. This they're is out to sea. Yeah, they're, they're, this is the minnow. <laughs> they're going to get the lost. The sea's angry today. <laughs> Very angry, my friend. And they came out looking at us, and we're in the hall, like, laughing, and they laughed, and they knew. And then a week later, they had what was a waveless waterbed. I didn't and then a week later, they had a baby. And then, yeah, they yeah. had children together, the and quiet, it was not good. Yeah, the waterbed. The quiet storm. They just went away. I had a waterbed. I don't even know yeah. how I got rid I of it. I had bunked waterbeds yeah, in college. No way. Yeah, dangerous. Dangerous. That's like, that reminds me of that scene in, like, Step Brothers where they yeah. build a the They terrible, build the Why did you let us do this? I built it, and it was around there for four years. That yeah, movie's so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Nick Thune is at the Tempe Improv this weekend. What's going on in your world now? I mean, you're not doing the penis uh, sequel, I'm guessing. No, no I actually moved up a bit. I just, um, I came uh, from San Francisco here. I was shooting uh, Venom. What's Venom? It's a new Tom Hardy Marvel. Oh, movie. look at you. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, is it a big fun. role? No. No, it's a good size for you, though, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's not, and you're not, you know, Venom's, I'm not a penis. I was going to say, you're not He's Venom's dick. He's bent over a yeah. dumpster. No. If you were Venom's dick, that would be <laughs> Venom's terrible. giving it to yeah. him. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. What is your role in Venom? Uh, I don't even think I'm allowed to, I don't think I'm allowed to say anything about it. You can't talk about who you are? No, because I'm not like a character. I'm not like, uh, I'm a guy. You're not a guy who just goes, look. I don't think it matters who I am, actually. I bet it's one of the first 
seen, so it's kind of a cool thing. And yeah. um, it's with Tom Hardy, so that's, that's really that was pretty cool. fun. Now, yeah. Tom Hardy, did you get to work with him? Or was it, yeah, he was yeah, around? Yeah, the scene is us. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. In, and uh, he was doing this thing where he... He started like patting or slapping my back as he like walked out of the scene. Right. And then, you know, a guy like that, like, I think once you do something, you just, for continuity, you just do it every time. Right. Whereas I like forget. <laughs> right. And then after like 30 takes of it, he was like, mate, does that bother you? I'm, sla- <laughs> I'm slapping you in the back. And I'm like, not at all, Tom. Not anymore. Please, harder, please. <laughs> right. It means I, I, want, I mean, I want Tom Hardy to slap another. me on the back. I, <laughs> I want you hitting me from behind. I mean, I've saying. had such a man crush on yeah. him. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Tom Hardy's a great one. So, yeah, and he was uh, cool as, oh, as yeah. advertised. Oh, yeah. Huh? And treated uh, the lesser people with uh, great respect. Not saying you're lesser, but oh, you, yeah. you are. Yeah, no, but like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm I mean, if realist. you just look on IMDb, the ratings. Um <laughs> No, but like at one point yeah. I look over and he's like shadow boxing like the sound guy, and the sound guy's like, "What's happening?" He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Just work the sound guy for a second. And everyone's like, "Oh!" When he walks away from him, they're like, "Oh, he didn't hit me that time." <laughs> but you he's decide. just like having fun with everybody. He wow! Was, you decide cool. to give it a whirl. The guy drops you. Yeah, yeah and he doesn't drink. Um, and he found out like because I guess in our scene was in a bar, and so I'm like, they keep filling my beer up with O'Doul's. Right. Um. And uh, when he found out that it was O'Doul's, he was like, give me one of those. Really? And he just housed it in like a second. And he was like, oh, I miss beer. Oh, he doesn't drink because and he used to like it too much. I guess. I don't yeah. know. I didn't really. I didn't. He said he hadn't drank for a long time. But I think it's known that he doesn't drink. Yeah. Um, and even well, now it is. And he, uh, <laughs> but later that night, I go to the hotel bar the first day I met him. And he had like eight different British dudes that were just like there. I don't know. Just hanging. Yeah, his just, buddies probably. It's like, yeah, they're in San Francisco. How fun! How much taller were you than him? Uh, I mean, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's a diminutive man. I mean, I'm six four. He's yeah. he's normal height, you know. Right. He's normal. Um, no, but that night I go to the bar and I see a guy in a hooded sweatshirt at the corner of the bar with all the British dudes, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're all drinking. And uh, I say to the bartender, I said, hey, I want to buy a – do you guys have a non-alcoholic beer? I, I want to buy one for my friend over there in the hood. Because I just figured the only guy that would be wearing a hood – Sure. It's and it's Hardy. a Venom hoodie. <laughs> That's him. Would be Tom Hardy. <laughs> and he doesn't want people to see his face because he would be mobbed right. at the hotel bar. And so I send a beer over, and the guy turns around, and it wasn't him. <laughs> and he took it as me like – like as Hitting. an offense. Yeah. So you <laughs> like you have this, come this on fluffer to... over here just sent me <laughs> a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. He said, "Hey, your friend over there in the yellow jacket <laughs> doesn't want you to get it's too like, drunk." Hey, take it easy, buddy. <laughs> and like, no I go, "Oh my god!" I, I go, "I thought you were Tom. Sorry, we worked together today." And right. the other guy goes, "He'll really appreciate it. Thanks." And they were a bit like, "Stop talking to us, man." Right. Go Perfect. away. I'm like, "Yep, you got it." This is an English. Just group. gonna check out of the hotel and uh, head out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just floating NAs over the the hottest guy in the in the circle. You didn't buy everybody in O'Doul's. Just Tommy. Just the one. It wasn't guy. even. It was like a high end. It oh, was, it was a good. All right, yeah. that was a top notcher. Yeah, that's not good. It's like sending waters over to one. Yeah. Per- You're definitely coming on to the one guy. And who's the dude in the hoodie and a venom thing? It was one of. It was probably a stand-in. Oh, okay. I don't know, but. <laughs> that's ridiculous. How I just cool. know it was not Tom. Now, does your character uh, have a chance to be in Venom Two or move on? I hope. Yeah. Do you think you're important enough to be like in the next one? No. Oh, okay. But you hope so. They could. It could yeah. pop up again. He oh, might pop into the same bar and on the back. have the same weirdo sitting next yeah. to him. <laughs> is that uh is that your uh biggest role so far? Is that the one you're like, this is the best call I've gotten? 
Not the biggest in Biggest Frost, movie. But, yeah, it's like the movie's sure. going to be big. Yeah. But, I mean, you've done bigger, like, roles, but obviously. This yeah, is yeah, this cool. is, oh, my God, yeah. yeah I mean, I, awesome. I, I, I. Imagine if Tom Hardy would have said, man, you, I loved your work as a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, wow, thank you, Tom. That would have been that, cool. Yeah, so you obviously looked me up time, just man. like I looked you up. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you where I've been. <laughs> He's got his I haven't been not sleeping for two weeks. Right next to you. Oh, you're the dick guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause, so, what movies uh, uh, do you prefer being in? Like, what would you like to be in? Rom coms or um, action? Or no, what I've done. A, I've done kind of all of the um, genres at this. Like, I did a horror movie last year that's not out yet. Um, What's that one? It's called Cadaver. I don't know when it's coming out. Okay. I, it, I thought it was going to win in January. Actually, it's a big one. You're a good guy. I am a good guy. You I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a paramedic, and then I get oh, killed. Nice. Is it a good death? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, it was really tough to shoot too. It really? was because it was a night shoot in Boston in midwinter. Oh. But I, I'm wearing like a paramedic outfit, so I mean, I had like eight different pairs of long. I mean, I'm always wearing about eight right. pairs of long johns. <laughs> you have um, a lot on today. Yeah. It's gonna be 80 degrees for God's Layered. sake. Layered. Is yeah. it really? Pretty close. We'll be in the 70s. Yeah, you've overdone <laughs> it. Well, you're like the guy in the hoodie at the bar. It's just too much. I just came from Denver and Chicago, and like you know, just San minutes Fran. ago. No, San Francisco. No, you packed ago. for something else. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. get some, get a t-shirt. I know where you can get a good t-shirt. You don't have to wear any pants either. It'll I got a t-shirt. Oh, I can. You guys might even see my t-shirt here in a minute. Is that right? You're gonna, you think you're gonna oh, take not off? Not my actual, not oh, the penis shirt. That t-shirt. I see the one you're actually wearing. <laughs> yeah, you uh, could, but you could see me being like a. Well, right now there's this movie called Mr. Roosevelt that's on Netflix. It just came out. And then okay. I'm in. But I kind of play a straight guy. You know, just meaning just a guy that's oh, I see. just, you know, <laughs> not the guy buying beers for people at bars. No, different straight guy. <laughs> different. I get it. Yeah. Complete different. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I, take, I mean, you, who's not going to buy a beer for Tom? Hardy? I would have done the same thing. Thinking just, that you're making a joke. I just want him to gaze at me one more time. <laughs> just put those eyes on me one last time. <laughs> just feast your eyes on me, Tommy. <laughs> Nick Thune is at the Tempe Improv. <laughs> I would have gone up there with a coonskin cap. <laughs> he said, hey, the, where's Hardy? It's a 921-9877 if you want to go. Uh, what He's a beautiful is, man. Is he really? Is it? You've, yeah. you've, you're quite taken by him. Who is? Who wouldn't? Well, be? I mean, I'm not that taken yet, but I've never met him. Yeah. Who else do you have like a star crush on? Have you ever? Have you ever folded in the greatness? Um, I used to have one on John Hamm. Really, the Mad Men guy. I just loved Mad Men. I it was loved a great his character. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met him, and he's just a doof. Is he a doofus? Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's like a, he's a goofy, he's funny silly. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really funny. Which is almost disappointing. But without knowing him and seeing Mad Men, I, it was kind of like it's like Tom Hardy. You know, he yeah. he was joking around too, and. But you and almost I don't want Don see Draper. Tom. I want Don Draper. If I meet him, I don't. Oh want, yeah, and he want... can turn that on in a second. I oh. love the commercials he's doing right now. Yeah, They're pretty funny. Or yeah, yeah, he's very funny guy. Yeah. he was on Thirty Rock. It was a riot. Yeah, and he kind of came up as an actor and hung out around like comedy a lot. Yeah, you know, he so did all he's those, like uh, friends with like Zach. And he did Cinemax and movies. Yeah, I mean, he was an actor. Movies, yeah. Yeah, he just like you know he took whatever job he could get. Perfect. Yeah. Would you ever do a Cinemax movie? One of those dirty. Uh, did he do those? He did a bunch of those. Oh, like really? Like softcore porn Cinemax back in the 90s and stuff. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's I, cool. I, I may have seen a few. Oh, I'm, yes. saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, would that be something you do? He's do you draw lines? Man. I mean, I kind of did that with the penis movie. Kind of. Yeah. In a way. But you yeah, weren't. But it wasn't like softcore porn. Yeah, this was. I mean, there's not yeah. a whole lot you could spank it to to your movie, is there? I don't think they'd want me in one of those. No? Just as kind of the average Joe, straight guy. Yeah, I mean, in. they probably want me to keep my shirt on or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the dad bod. This is like the realistic one for stay-at-home dads <laughs> right. to, to masturbate to. Bring in the double. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. My uh, scene's like uh, me walking into my roommate while I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got that's it. Some, we got it in one yeah, take. Thank it. you, sir. You're done. Thank you. <laughs> Non-alcoholic beer waiting for you. Well, that was a, a weird thing to masturbate to, but why not? Uh, yeah, Surprise! Nick, uh, what, some bagels and cream cheese over how, there at the table. How long have you been married? 
Uh, ten years coming up. No kidding. Is yeah. it? Uh, have you found that to be good? Uh, <laughs> good, you know, good decisions. There's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. the ten year anniversary. Though, I it's... mean, I, I definitely am. Uh, my friend just had a ten year anniversary. And he like posted like we made it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's actually like kind of a battle. Yeah. <laughs> right? You say we made it instead of isn't it great? So yeah. you've had yours, or it's coming up. It's this coming year. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ten years. And what's ten the years. what's the uh, what's the worst part? That have you come close to ending it all? Isn't that great? Those my stories, life, yeah. yeah. Your life, you kill yourself. But isn't it amazing how many things that you've gone through and you're like, Jesus, we were almost done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you just, and you just there she is. Still. Well, and, and then, like, it's normal a day later. I'm, I'm yeah. the type of guy that things really resonate. Like, I, it sits in my head forever. Yeah. And she could, like, tell me that I'm the worst person in the world and, like, five minutes later be like, hey, do you want to go see a movie tonight? Or, <laughs> right. Like, you, no, it's over. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. I'm packing. Yeah. Yeah, and then but yeah, like twenty four hours later, it's normal. takes some time to adjust. It's like a teenager that like packs their bag to run away, and then <laughs> parents are like, "So you're gonna make it down? Do you think to Trevor's house? And then <laughs> yeah. we'll just come grab you." You or? know what? I've never thought of that. As a husband, I've never run away. I've never once threatened with the bags and then started to walk that's out. That's it. Of the, I'm walk, walked out of the cul-de-sac. Just you'll be back. Just one of those. It's yeah, I have back. like an office that's like five minutes from my house. And one time, I was like, "I'm going to the office." That's cool. Yeah. That's a great, if you get a landing spot, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, and marriage is weird because... A I've, private area where I've got a TV. Yeah, people <laughs> always act like they're they're trudging through a war when you oh, ask them yeah. how long, but it's been 10 long years. And, and then the moving it. the moving out thing, the leaving, it's a little tougher when you get the kids in the mix. It's like, yeah. It wouldn't be for yeah. me. But the other day, my buddy was like, people get divorced all the time with kids. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what are you, what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's justifying it. He's like, yeah, I'll no, it's a it. normal thing. You see people all the time. They make yeah. it work. You're the weird kid if your parents like, are still married. You just got married, man. You don't even have a kid yet. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in your life? You know, um, anything special? I guess fatherhood. My, my kid's four now, so it kind of ups the ante where it's not just a baby you're keeping it's alive anymore. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, he has questions. questions. Ugh. And do you have like, answers? Some deep. Are you a good discussion. dad? Do you think you're a good father? No, like the other day, uh, he watches this cartoon called Paw Patrol. I don't know if you guys know. It's, I'm familiar. It's like a group of puppies that <laughs> yeah. are just constantly <laughs> saving the day. And they all have their own vehicle, and it's kind of like, where are you guys leasing these things? Or what? How do you? They don't ever show how they got the vehicles, but they're out riding around, and they do these missions. And so my son wants to do missions, like, you know. Right. So I'll give him, like, a thing. I'll be like, hey. Buddy, in the backyard, there's like 15 ants uh, under the deck. They're all in trouble. I need you to go collect the ants, bring them inside. We'll nurture them, and then we'll put them out in the front yard where they're going to be safer. Right. And they go, great. And on his way out, I said, can I trust you? And he looked at me and said, what's trust? Oh, wow. And that's, you know, that's a tough one because I'm in the middle of lying. Right. Right. So that's always when I call a babysitter, I get an Uber for him. And just say, hey, this little guy's got some questions. Why don't you circle the block a few times and, and bring him back? It's great. There is no answer for what's trust. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I That's hope a... that you. I hope that someday it just comes to you. Right. That's a right? magnificent yeah. question. What is trust? Jesus. That's too deep for words, and a four-year-old nailed it. And we had a bird. I bought a bird like 14 years ago when I was stoned on a Tuesday at noon <laughs> as a joke because my buddy went into the bathroom at like a restaurant. He's like, I got to go. I got to go. And he's in the bathroom, and I look at him. There's a bird store, and I think, how funny would that be if he came out of the store and I own a bird all of a sudden? <laughs> There's a third guy. And then, the like, 14 years later, I've got a bird still. And and it dies one day while my son's napping. Oh, no. And how do you – that's death, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's he's aware we have a bird. Right. He's going to want to know what happened. Where did it go? He's like, napping. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's never slept on the ground like that before. Yeah. Did he see it dead? No, no, oh, no. Oh, good. So what did you tell it. him? Just never mentioned it. 
It's, it's still a mystery floating he probably, in like, Where's the bird? Oh, we've been keeping him in the garage. So when we replaced he, a goldfish, are you more worried he's not? That's that I called him a lift. That he's not that observant. <laughs> yeah, I would be more concerned. My kid we actually don't. We haven't had his eyes checked. So <laughs> he didn't even know you had one. No, that's but horrifying. it is weird. Oh, I mean, man, even if you say it. like the bird's dead yeah. at that age, or even you know a couple years older, it just sometimes it doesn't register. I mean, they realize, yeah. oh, okay, it's gone, but it doesn't kick in. With what you just like, explained to them. With, a, yeah. with one phrase, it's dead. You've just opened an entire and You all of a sudden world. have to like, yeah, I mean, I I don't even know how I learned what death was. I don't yeah. remember that. I don't either. But that's the weird thing about parenthood is these things kind of pop up like um, he had snack. We had our first snack day at his school. Right. And I didn't know that we, we it was our snack You're day. You're responsible right. for it. Oh, boy. But I get home one night and there's just a brand new carton of goldfish crackers. And I open it, and I'm just eating fist over fist, and my wife comes in like, what are you doing? That's our snack tomorrow. And it's like, well, it's it's only halfway gone. <laughs> I've mean, just eaten about half a gallon in 10 minutes. And uh, she goes, well, we're not going to bring an open carton of goldfish to snack day. So, like, cut to me five minutes later driving to a grocery store at 10 p.m. to buy goldfish as I'm eating out of a brand-new carton of goldfish. <laughs> and then me walking through a grocery store holding a carton of goldfish <laughs> Asking where they keep their goldfish. <laughs> the and that's just what parenthood is like, I guess. At some point, you're just the guy shopping for goldfish. Do you worry about that it. snack? Because as, if, as a kid, I would have known when it was Bethune Snack Day that they brought goldfish. Yeah, I know. That's a oh, snack. yeah, there's a warning. Cause yeah. we have, uh, I don't care about the allergies. Free. That's a cruddy, oh, yeah. that's that a cruddy snack, Nick. These kids are four. Yeah, that's a cruddy snack even for four. They, they love goldfish. goldfish. I know, but they get them all the time. You want the other moms are bringing like craisins. Oh, God, what's yeah. going on? i got to get that kid out it's of that school. But you, yeah. you have to remove yourself. The goldfish, are when oh. you said once they eat them all the time, that's all they want all I the time. Know. When There's I was a, a kid, though, of things. salty. Yeah. Salty goodness. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. Now, bring that oh, for the whole class. Yeah, that would, a yeah. deep fryer. Show up with McDonald's. <laughs> right, show, that's what a snack would that's be. The be. This is a tip. If you ever go to a friend's birthday and you know that they're going to be drinking, yeah. do not bring them a present. Show up with a Big Mac. Really? There you go, buddy. Happy birthday. And the look on their face is like, how did you know? <laughs> but this is what I needed. You hang out with a lot of people who smoke weed, though. No, this guy's a drinker. The, one, the, the first one I did it to, I did it recently. Yeah. And it was like the hit of the party. That's fantastic. That's a great I would take that. I would be happy yeah. with the Big Mac. That's yeah. a good idea. Nick, we're learning. You're you know? a teacher. Yeah. You're a good man. You're the cool counselor, I believe. The cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Thune is uh, at the Improv all weekend long. Nick, leave us with words of wisdom. Tell the world how it can be a better place, according to Nick Thune. If only um, they did what? Well, what if we gave blind people brooms rather than canes? <laughs> they could sweep up. Clean, while they look, yeah. clean sidewalks. <laughs> clean it up a little, you know? Give back. <laughs> but they're just making a bigger mess elsewhere, aren't they? It's like the leaf blower. Yeah, they're not good sweepers. Mess. Yeah, they're not going to be good at it. <laughs> they're, they're making just, a path. They're just pushing it over to be somebody else's problem. Yeah. But it is still they're a... They're good people, though. It just looks more industrious. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> Unless you're one of those pricks that won't take a broom. You're I BCC, old school I, uh, I BCC Stevie Wonder on all my emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Thune, Tempe Improv. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure meeting yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. It's 98KUPD. Wake up without it. Uh, it's 9.08 in the morning sickness. Uh, Metallica right there, for whom the bell tolls. Uh, Nick Thune's a good guy. I liked him a lot. He was fun. And uh, the best part is he's doing that Tom Hardy movie. He's got a small role. And all you pricks on my email come up and go, how much you want to bet that, that scene gets cut? That guy's not even in it. Oh, dream-killing wet blanket bastards. He's still got to film the scene with Tom Hardy. And what if it is in there? Smacked on the back 30 times. Yeah.
What movie was it? Spawn? Venom. Or Venom. Yeah, Venom. Venom. Yeah. So he's in Venom. And Tom, he has the first scene, and he and Tom Hardy are hanging together, being buddies. In the Yeah, maybe it gets cut, but still more than any of us have done. Wet blanket. Jealous. Babies. I got like five emails in a row. Bet you that scene gets cut because he's bragging about it. Wow. Wouldn't you? I'm doing a movie with Tom Hardy. I don't like talking about that stuff. I'm bragging about it. It's his job. Good for him, I said. I was a stand-in bear and revenant. <laughs> that happened? Somebody <laughs> had to do it. Backup bears with their... They, they cut my scene. Oh, wait on it. They do it with CGI, and then they do yeah. it with a guy in a suit. Everyone, yeah. See which looks better. It's just not blending. <laughs> you can't blend the scenes. We'll go with the real bear. You're not running fast enough. Yeah. Roar! We'll work on that. Yeah. Wet blankets just thrown all over the poor bastard. Living the dream. He's... He's chosen a very tough career. He's got a big role in a Tom Hardy movie. And what's your response? You're going to get cut out of that. There's no way you make it all the way. I never heard of you. I don't know about big role. You said he had that's one a, scene. It's a, it's a, if for an actor, you get a call like, hey, oh, you and Tom Hardy, are in, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a good Wet blanket over here. Listen to this one. Well, I'm Jesus just, yeah. Christ. I'm a realist. Let the I mean, man live. A big role. I mean, it's, it's a big role. A... Hey, you're in Venom. <laughs> Okay. That's a pretty big deal for a guy. Does he have a line? Your dad was in yes. Color of Money. Yeah. He's in a scene with Tom Hardy. There. That's good doing for lines him. back and Absolutely. forth. Absolutely. For a guy who's trying to get into right. movies, God damn it. That's Hey, pat him on the back and move him forward. Well, my dad's still time. talking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Your old man was in The Color of Money as an extra for crying out loud. He gets a line and it's like, well, I'm, I'm basically one of the Barrymores. Well done. That blankets come floating in. Well, not that big a role. Nick Thune will be boring his son when he's exactly. 50. He'll be a, Nick Thune will be of whatever he's doing, like some sort of card dealer at a, at a Jack <laughs> uh, or one of those casinos in Oklahoma. I don't know where your dad is. Or he's in Florida now, right? Yeah, is he Florida. still casinoing? Yeah, he's still doing. Yeah, he's casinoing. Did I ever tell you about the time I was a Paul Newman chauffeur? <laughs> that never happened. But go on. I might have misremembered a lot of that. Anyway, I was not in the color of money. I've lied about it. He's going to say that on his deathbed. I was never in a boy. There was a guy who looked like me. I stole his story. I saw him. So I know, he's but he's like he's, he, he might have seen it and gone, hey, I look exactly like that guy. I'm yeah, telling everybody that's me. Nobody will ever, nobody will question it, ever. Oh, it gets questioned. Uh, we got the uh, entertainment drill coming up in just a little bit. And then in Guadalupe Square, since it's Friday, we'll uh, close this sucker down. The entertainment drill is coming up next. Sent me a uh, a thing of uh, this band doing corn ten corn songs that aren't corn songs. They shouldn't be doing like boy band stuff and Avril Lavigne, and they knock it out of the yard. It's hilarious. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. But the guys, they pretty much got the corn formula, and they're putting it on Mbop and all sure this. Sounds great. It would be Corn's best album if it was just corn covers you'd never expect. I'd buy it. It's pretty solid. The Avril Lavigne one was really good. I'm like I actually like that song. Uh, we'll check that. We'll put it up on Facebook. Also, a picture of Toledo's tattoo of me we'll put on Facebook. One last time. One Farewell. Last time. Farewell to the glorious deal. How about this, Brady, before we get into the entertainment drill? Go ahead and download the 98 KUPD mobile app right now. Tap that app. Do it right now. Sign up for a trip for two to Super Bowl 52. This is so legit we can say where we're sending you. Not big game, not any of that nonsense. Yeah. Super I was Bowl. like excited reading yeah. it in the other room. This a is bit ago. great. Super Bowl 52 at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's in Minneapolis, Minnesota, you know, and that's February 4th. Expected high? Two. 
This will include round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, two suite seats to the game. <laughs> now, is this suite seats or is it supposed to be S-U-I-T-E seats? I, I don't think they should go there either way because they're making it sound like something it isn't. Right. Don't say two sweet That's seats confusing. in the promo. That's <laughs> okay. not a good idea. It's sweet as in sweet tarts. <laughs> like they want to edit sweet, that. Sweet, dude. Sweet seats. Two nice seats to the game. Oh, boy. Uh, it's courtesy of our friends at Papa John's, the official sponsors of the NFL and Super Bowl L11. Uh, you can log on to 98kupd.com. Click on the contest for complete details and rules. If you want to check it all out, get on the mobile app, 98kupd mobile app now. You can sign up, and maybe you'll be in uh, beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota for February. If you're not a fan of one of those teams, or any way you're going. No, but if I win those tickets, I'm selling them. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That. I wonder if they'll let you. Of course they will. They're yours. You've won it. You can, they say no resale. That's not allowed. They're yours. They give them to you. You get them free and clear, man. They can't tell you what to do with them after. And now, are they gonna? You know, what are they gonna come monitor you? And then, well, maybe it's one of those things you got to go there to pick them up or something. Still, turn around, no, and sell a... them right there in the front of the stadium. That's easy too. I'd go there, Minnesota in February. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I've seen Fargo. Beautiful. Mall of America. Oh, just hang out in that mall all day. Go through the Habit Trail buildings because nobody's yeah. allowed outside. It's not for humans. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl tickets on the way. Get out on there. That's a great deal, by the way. Awesome. And it's the only place you can do it, 98KUPD mobile app. Hop on there and uh, win those sweet seats, yo. I'm a we got to clear that up. I'm a mom, yo. People are going to think we're like false <laughs> yeah. advertising. You said I had two sweets? No, no, just sweet seats, yo. We talk like we're 12, right? It's going to be just flat out on fleek, bro. So whoever wrote that didn't realize there are things called sweets. Right. It's a bad, bad idea. <laughs> two super-duper sweet seats. Oh, no. They're just two seats. Just be happy you got in the building. You're not getting one of those $100,000 seats. <laughs> if you do, that'd be great. But it's misspelled then. So either way, this is bad. Brady, please, for God's sakes, entertain you. It's brought to you by Porkopolis Barbecue in Chandler and Scottsdale. And enjoy the lunch special today, the porked sandwich. The porked? Yeah, it's porked. Oh, explain that. That's not really pork. You just screwed up? Yeah. <laughs> you past tensed pork? Pulled pork. Not porked. Yeah. Oh, what's the matter with you? I combined them. The pork sandwich. Say literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> when you struggle with the word? Literally. Do you go back to Literally. When... Okay, stop. Do, when, do I you... can't stop. Yeah, you can't. Do you go back to the teacher when you were a kid saying, take a breath? Calm down, enunciate. Or how do you go? How do you work your way through that? I've never asked you that. When you hit a word that's a wall, like well, literally. Well, you, you've uh, actually helped me out on that a lot. How so? Avoid it. Oh, just dodge it. That's yeah. probably pretty, yeah. probably the best thing. But when you're saying that the word literally has to be banned, there's really no right. dodging. It. Yeah, and, and I uh, evaluate that just before. Do I do this or not? You know. So, <laughs> so you'll you know, skip stories if, like, the SS literally. Yeah. Sunk in a horrible, horrible ISIS attack. You wouldn't do the story. That one I could probably handle. But yeah, along that line. So we've sure. pre- this yeah. is when we get his horrible yeah. stories in the Brady yeah. Report. He's right. down to the garbage. There's some great ones. And you're like, Brady, how come you missed this one? <laughs> Kids on rural roads, literally. Name. I can't pronounce his name. Then we end up with stories about brisket in yeah. the Brady Report. Did you hear that? It's brisket day. <laughs> Let's focus on that. Brady SS literally went down. 
rural fighters from ISIS have killed the literally. <laughs> I'm not uh, even throwing my weight on that one. No way. Skip that story. That story's a skip. Gone. Propaganda. Go ahead. Laredo has literally been lost. Oh, boy. That's how they do it on the major networks as well. They just skip stories the they can't the say. Story. Can't do that. Because yeah. adults usually struggle with words. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't say certain words. That story has to go. Mr. Brokaw, it's so important. I can't say. Not going to do it. World Trade It doesn't come out right. We're skipping it. Skip 9-11. You're skipping the World Trade. <laughs> Two buildings in New York of unknown name were attacked today. I didn't oh. want to pull the curtain back, but that's how it works. That's exactly right. That's why Tom out, had to quit. Find out the terrorist names. Yeah. Can't do that one. Oh, no. The terrorists hailed from a place in the Middle East. The first terrorist name is M.A. are his initials. Don't report that. Mr. Atta attacked the two unnamed buildings. Tom, this is an incomplete report. I told you that I can't say what I I come from the Brady Morgan School of Broadcast. If you can't say it, it didn't happen. <laughs> Just put the snapshot of the hamster up in back of me. Rodney Stanger. Sorry. We have a Disney star, that uh, former Disney star that went down Who uh, for arrested armed robbery. Oh, boy. That's a good one there. He, um... Wait a minute. Arrested armed robbery? He was robbery. arrested for armed oh, robbery. I was going to say, that's not a crime. You've already been caught. <laughs> he was out with his girlfriend... Robbing people at gunpoint in the uh, San Fernando Valley. Who? His name is Adam Hicks. He That's was in Zook, uh, Zeke and Luther, Pair of Kings. <laughs> Kirby watches those shows and Lemonade Zook, Mouth. Zook, Zeke, and Luther? What's that? Ze- uh, Zook and... Wait a minute. What? It's Zeke and Luther. Oh, there is no Zook. No. <laughs> we should have skipped this one. It's uh, Zook and Luther. No, it's Zeke and Luther. Zeke and Luther. Oh, wow. I don't know who this kid is, but he's a, a soulless ginger who looks like trouble from the photos. I think he's been looking for help for a while because he has two priors. He was actually Zeke. Firing a, a, a gun in July and battery in September. There you go. You keep letting your kids watch this Disney channel. Every one of their heroes is going to jail. He's currently in a Hulu series, Freakish. He's 25. Is? Yeah. He's held on to boyish looks. From Zook and Lether. <laughs> Bob Costas won't be part of NBC's Super Bowl coverage. Can't say the names of the uh, cities in South Korea. That was a big part of it. Beyond But he also, uh, he's not on board with the way the NFL is running right now. That's why he's backed out. So of he's not going to the Olympics? Bob Costas. Not going to be part of the Super Bowl. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, really? he was real critical yeah. of the concussion stuff. Yeah. Well, did you see though that they're trying to pass a law? It's to ban uh, contact football for kids under twelve, and it's making hay in a couple of states. They're actually going to vote on it. Kind of don't know how I feel about that. I can see why that would be like after you're twelve. Why is it different? I mean, kids' bodies are different. Like you can't just put an age on it. Maybe a size, but not an age. Because I mean, if you if you just say you're twelve, I was a little twelve year old. So if I got in there with a bunch of big kids, being 12 wouldn't have made me any more developed. I was a late bloomer. So it's not really fair to put an age on it if you're going to worry about their safety. It's a tough one. 
They don't really need to start playing football till like junior high. Yeah, but it's it, kind I, of a mess. I anyway. get that, and it's yeah, it's never very good. The Pop Warner stuff was always just terrible. What, it, it, what they were teaching you in Pop Warner was the discipline that you'd need in junior. Yeah, high. Yeah, you could play flag football yeah. till junior high, right? But you got to get real disciplined about flag football in order to teach those kids that this is you know you're not monkeying around here. This is going to hurt. We had a celebrity death guy that was uh, his name's Joel Taylor. He was in the Storm Chasers, which I believe yeah. is on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Or he died a couple days ago. Yeah, from uh, he was on a cruise ship, consumed too much GHB on the, then he went on the dance floor and oh, he mollied out. Is that possible? Out. I thought Molly was safe. Steven Spielberg is remaking West Side Story. Maria, I met a girl. It's his first Maria. musical with aliens. Not sure. Yeah, ET's gonna oh, make it. Oh yeah, all the uh, all the Puerto Ricans have been replaced with aliens. What's the difference? You can only imagine the phone is ringing from Travolta. He wants to be in it. Of course, musical. He does. Oh, that's true. It's singing and dancing. Just, I want to spread my wings and be a Puerto Rican woman. You want to be a jet or a shark? No, I want to be. I want to actually be Maria, if that's yeah. possible. I wear wigs already. I might as well just be Maria. I'm a girl named Maria. Once you're a jet, you're a jet. Oh, I can't sing that one. It reminds me of bad things. At last year's best actor, um, as last year's be- best actor, Casey Affleck, he's supposed to present yeah. this year. Best actress, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's backed out of the ceremony. Nor he's been told not to go. Yeah, everyone's hating. Everyone hates everyone in Hollywood. They've all had it figured out. They've been trying to tell us how to live our lives for 20 years now. They've just had it, and now they just can't even get their own house in order. Reed and Kathy Lee reunited Wednesday night for dinner. We had a nice lobster. And they went back to her place. And I banged her. Frank's not there anymore. Dreams do come true. With the big daddy. Yep, she gobbled on the big daddy. When I say dinner, I mean it. She had a salad and some Reed. What kind of dressing do you want with that? Don't answer. Ranch Regis. Someone was peeping into William Shatner's house last night. <laughs> last night. Gotta get a gotta get a visual of Shatner's crank, huh? Uh, like to walk around my house. No. Everybody usually closes the windows, but last night I looked out the window and said, "Is that my reflection?" I look different. Oh my. God, it's a peeping tub. Was it at least a, a girl? Star it was Trek a fan? dude. Oh, man. Of course it was a dude. shorts. He said he was pacing around, and then he uh, took off running. They're still looking for him. Did he have uh, the outfit on? Just the shirt. <laughs> it was a green woman. <laughs> was he dressed as a green woman? <laughs> I may or may not have been making out with a cardboard cutout of a hulu. It was some dinosaur-looking alien. Rematch. But my... That one from the worst episode Dick was out. I... Well, Dick's out. Somebody came by and saw my dicks. Nancy Kerrigan will cover the Super Bowl and Winter Olympics for Inside Edition. They replaced Bob Costas. Good job. That's NBC. Phil. Avenged Sevenfold are nominated for... uh, Best rock song for the Grammys. They will not be at the ceremony. Sexual harassment? Because the award won't be televised. Oh, yeah. But they don't do any of the rock stuff. It doesn't yeah. draw. And finally, old man concert announcement. 
Oh, yeah. One Thank you. Sorry. Ready? Yes. April 12th. America Theater. Build it up, man. The Doobie Brothers! And special guest. Well done. Thank you. Thank You've, you. man, you have mastered that one. You really If not- you need me to announce man. your... Uh, yes. You, stor- you stormed any it, boy. Any kind of uh, grand opening. <laughs> I'm anticlimactic, man. You know, you got to fill a little, Brady. You got to build Ladies the- and gentlemen. Build the drama. For the first time ever. <laughs> four-time Grammy winning. Let me introduce to you... <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Eric, Eric O'Connell. <laughs> Eric O'Connell and his wife. <laughs> Anticlimactic man! Nailed it. Are you ready for the event of a lifetime? Music! Dancing! Laser light show! One night only! Oh, Journey is gonna be here with Def Leppard. I got one. Oh, you do? Yeah, go. Brady, you don't have to try. You've already done one. Let him do it. All right, ready? Go. Are you ready for this one, Phoenix? They're not coming here. Leonard Skinner. With one members. (laughs) Unbelievable. Wow. You've nailed it. See? Told you. You've got a job. Every time. I love the lack of confidence for the mumbling. Letter, letter, literally. Literally, skinner. Literally. Great job. Thank you. Uh, it's nine forty-one. There you go, folks. That's your entertainment trail. Brought to you by Pork Apple, home of the pork sandwich. <laughs> What's wrong with my sandwich? It's been pork. Oh, somebody asked. It's, it's a smoked pork sandwich. Oh, I mean, a smoked God. pork sandwich. What are they doing to these pigs? <laughs> He's eating it. I have an announcement to make. That sandwich you just ate, filled with delicious juices, tons of pork meat, and a special treatment before you got it. I porked it. I stuck my wing right inside that thing. You ate it. <laughs> oh, the visuals haunting. <laughs> October 8th, the Free Fighters. Are you ready for the Porkopolis Pork Sandwich? Available, as I said earlier, at Porkopolis. For a limited time. Plaza <laughs> Plaza. And, and one more thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also... We have brisket. <laughs> we have not effed the brisket. <laughs> that has not been porked. I've been porked brisket. That would confuse people. Uh, there you go. Sorry. Entertainment drills in the books. We got ourselves a, uh, a Guadalupe Squares if you want to play. We got tickets, I think, last second to the Supercross. Mo- uh, what's the other thing? Monster Jam's Monster in the mix. Jam. All sorts of stuff for you. Uh, load you up and ready to go, but you got to win those squares. We need a woman. And we need a man to compete in the Guadalupe Square. 602-585-9800 is the number. Let's play those and get out of here. It's 98KUPD.
98 KUPD. It's a system of a down there. Biob. Uh, ready to go for the end of the day. It is Friday morning. We're closing her out. This one's called the Guadalupe Squares. It's just like your Hollywood Squares, only completely different. And today we got uh, Monster Jam, sweet Monster Jam tickets, and real sweet Supercross tickets. You get to choose, but you got to win those squares first. That's how it works around here. And we're happy to have you, Josh Darnett. Here's your host, Mr. Creepy Bergeron. Creepy! Thank you, Johnny. Starting in the top left corner, he's uh, blackmailing the Democrats. It's President Trump, everybody. Scott, I'm not racist. I would never blackmail anyone. I don't do blackmail. What I do is negotiate. You read your blackmail. I, I don't read my blackmail. I have a black read it for me. That's why it's called blackmail. That's very funny. It's like listening to you read. But what I'm asking for now is a negotiation. You're kind of playing poker with human beings. Give me my wall. The rapists and murderers stay. Don't rapists give and me murderers? M- Shut up. Don't give me my wall. Spicks go away. That's how I operate. It's negotiation. If I get the... Look, if I can do more than your guy did on the DACA people, I'm a hero. The Democrats won't know what to do. Give me my wall. I thought Mexico was paying for the wall. They're going to eventually. Excuse me. They're going to eventually. They're going to pay for the wall. But then why are you doing this? Because on top of the wall, we're going to have a fun park. Build a bunch of roller coasters. All the way. You can ride all the way from Tijuana to Ciudad Juarez <laughs> on a giant roly roly. Now that, I'm, I'm in on that. If there's a roller coaster. $450. The wall will pay for itself in days. And good luck, Mexicans, trying to climb my wall when that roller coaster's on top of it. That's going to be a tough one. Wait, so it costs that. me 450 bucks to ride? So all I'm saying is, Eric, make a call to one of your communist friends, mainly that hooker Nancy Pelosi. Give me my wall. She's a pirate hooker. Get it right. And I'll let your brown people stick around for a few days. Okay. That's how this works. It's negotiation. It's the art of the deal. An interesting art of the deal. Uh, top middle square. Apparently he's got a peeping Tom at his house. It's William uh, Shatner, everybody. Been traumatized. I've got post traumatic stress disorder. I can't go towards the window at all. What were you doing while he was? I the was doing my nightly ritual before I go to bed. It's called the Kirk Peepee dance. I dance <laughs> to the delight of no one. Normally, you put little costumes on it. Sometimes I do. I'm not afraid of my penis like you, you little mamby bamby. <laughs> I was doing the pee-pee dance, preparing for bedtime, when I saw in the window beady little eyes, strange little head. It was Brady? Brady was outside <laughs> my window peeping. He's porking a sandwich, people. Oh! It was a delicious sandwich. Top right square. Apparently he got together with Kathy Lee. It's uh, Regis Philbin, everyone. What's why we do that. She needs oh. male companionship, Eric. Have a heart. Her yeah, husband Frank's passed dead. away. Yeah. Frank is dead. Very dead. The old Reg isn't. But you're you're married. Alive and kicking, baby. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I can't be friendly to the people who need me. I'm a good friend. What'd you guys do? Oh, we nailed. I nailed her. It was all night long. Little blue pills and a lot of Kathy Lee. I gave her the old Reg sandwich. You know? She's still flexible, huh? Very flexible. Boy, Frank doesn't know what he's missing. I think Frank's not dead. He's just worn out. Anyway, so I was on top of her last night. All right. Up. I'm thinking to myself, you're nothing like Joy. Because Frank's been dead for three years. She tightened back up. Joy Behar? No, no, no. Joy, my wife. Joy Philbin. <laughs> then at the end, I made her throw hands in the air, and I gave her the old touchdown Jesus right in the face. It was great stuff. In honor of Frank. Always in honor of Frank.
All right, we have a whole row of uh, Phoenix celebrities starting off at the middle left. He's running for Senate. It's Sheriff Joe Arpaio, everybody. Get these illegals. Give them an immunity. immunity. You got it, Senator. I let them. We'll be the Senator. I mean, a 145-year-old Senator. Basically, uh, go up and run. I heard you're still a birther, too. Dab. Still not convinced that guy not from Africa. I had forgot his name. My, I'm a little teapot. Ready to be Senate. Short and stout. My handle over here, my spout. Uh-oh. Give me a whistle. We're losing Joe. Shout. Senator Joe. Senator Joe. Yeah. Show a little respect to authority around here, even though my diction's gotten horrible. In the middle square, uh, he's uh, got some new sunglasses on the way, so yeah. he's a future pitch man. It's Brady Bogan. Yeah. What are your new glasses all about? Larry Brad? McFeely, tell me something. Yeah. What's the worst thing that happens to us every day? You're right. That stupid sun. I hate it, too. That's why I got my tactical T2 Super Tat Army Ranger glasses. Oh, yeah, they're in the mail now. For $20, I can blot out the sun and knock the ragheads off his shoulders. So I knock their heads right off, shooting, sniping, killing people. Because that's what Army Rangers do in their tattoo shades. You're not an Army Ranger. Yeah, I am in my tattoos. Show me some respect now, all right? And the next thing you know, I'm going to be shooting at your head like you're a raghead, knocking that melon off of your shoulders. Oh, yeah, tattoo Army Ranger Brady. Woohoo, $20, and be just like an Army Ranger without the training. <laughs> Middle right square. It's the husband and wife law team. It's Mark and Alexis Breyer. That's right, Mark Breyer. <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh, you're no. ruining it. No, 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 You're no. ruining no, it. Mark Breyer on the law. No, you're the wrong guy, Larry. I trusted. Son of a bitch. Now just say, hello, I'm Mark Breyer. Hi, I'm Mark Breyer. And I'm Alexis Breyer, the husband and wife law team. Mark, people often ask me, what's the secret to a good marriage? What do you tell them? That's what I say. Listening. You have to listen. I wanted to be the loud one. No! <laughs> That's Alexis Breyer's job. Mark, when you get a case, aren't you happy you have a wife like me? Would you do me a favor? What, Mark? Will you sing the new song from Royal Blood? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one that KUPD plays. Uh, give me a little bit of it. <laughs> I think it's called I Only Lie When I Oh, love yeah. You. I only love when I love you. That's it. I'm Alexis Brown. Wow. I can't Moving hear on. anymore. I think I'm deaf now. He's Mark Brown. And I'm Alexis Brown. The loudest lawyer, husband, and wife team ever. Bottom wow. left square. Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint, Brady. Hello, good people. I'm in prison right now. I'm a former coach, Penn State. Uh-oh. Eric, you shaved that beard you got. Oh, no. You look pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty soft, isn't it? Real soft. You like them soft. Uh, How'd you like a new set of golf clubs? Hey, if I, I just said, if I just poured water on them right now and made them all pruny, what would you do? I'll tell you what. Something downstairs is going to be working. Yeah, oh, Good stuff. Right. Thanks for coming, Jerry. Bottom middle square. I mean that. He wants to be in uh, the new musical West Side Story with Steven Spielberg. It's John Travolta. Yeah, I, everybody. Be, I want to be in the... I, I met a girl named Maria. <laughs> I can sing songs to Maria. Aren't you a little old for that? Adios mio. The Jets are on their way to kill the Sharks. I don't know what we're going to do. You be a team, team gangster. A team team a gangster? Team gangster. <laughs> Somebody better put him in the blue tent for protocol. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I think Brady took a... a 
a blow to the head. He had your massage therapist. That could be. Although it wouldn't have been a blow to that head. It would have been <laughs> totally different. Anyway, back to different back. One. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm back. All right. I fell in love with Maria. Remember, we were doing West Side Story, and you thought it could be a teen gangster. <laughs> yeah. But you said like eight words other than that. <laughs> really kind of threw me off. Tracy Turnblitz. <laughs> Bottom right square. It's our boss, Trip Reeb, in the bottom right. Yeah. Sorry about all that. Yeah. Great thinking on the Mark and Alexis Breyer thing. Yeah. I brought my brother here. How you doing? Chip Reeb. Oh, Chip. What you been up to? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've been busy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Why's Chip here? Uh, He's visiting for the Phoenix Open. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Chip's a single Reeb. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do over there at that Open? (laughs) I'm going to check out everybody playing the golf game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, do a little schmoozing. Yeah. Talk to some people. Take some photos and put them on the ah, FB. FB those yeah. pictures. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Facebook. Yeah. What about Twitter? You don't use Twitter? No, no. I don't touch that. No. 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 Instagram? No. Eh, I consider man. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 MySpace? Well, yeah. No. No. No, I don't. No. No. All right. We got uh, him and Joe on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> Kim and Joe, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, there. Kim is there. Joe is there. Kim, you're a girl. Pick a square. I'm going to go with Brady's secret square. All right. Give her oh, a hand, Brady. secret square. Um, Hi, doll. Who is it? Yeah, don't forget to let Jerry him. Jerry Sandusky. Hey, Jerry Sandusky is correct. Oh, the unforgettable. in 2042. <laughs> He's going to make it. X gets a square. All right, Joe, you're up. Pick a square. I'll take Brady Bogan. Yeah. I'm a Ranger Brady Bogan. You have two pairs of sunglasses, right, Brady? Will you? Well, I got two sets of uh, blades, they call them. To take your lenses out and you put them. Have you seen the commercial for this yeah, thing, man? Yeah, I have. It's awesome. These tattoo. Have you seen them, Larry? Nope. These tattoo glasses that Army Rangers wear when they're knocking ragheads down overseas. Would you let Larry yeah. or I borrow the other Heck pair? Heck no, no, man. Why? You got to earn these glasses. Come on. What'd $20. You, do? you didn't earn I them. I spent 20 bucks, man. That's a lot of dough. The cool thing in the commercial is they take the lenses out and then they smash them with a flashlight. Whoa. And then the guy holds it up and goes, Look, hardly any damage. Wow. But they're, they're, they're pretty damaged, but they didn't break. Yeah, wow. I spent 20 bucks on that. When are you getting them? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't uh, kick in for the delivery, so <laughs> it takes 90 days. Pony Express on this thing. It's taking forever. All right, here's your question, Brady. True or false? Bow hunting is the official sport of Maryland. Man, I could bow hunt for miles with these tattoo oh, yeah. glasses. It's going to be sweet. I could be an army. I don't even need a bow and arrow. All I have to do is put my glasses on and say, hey, deer, boop. And it drops like nobody's business. Do they have, like, infrared on them or anything cool like that? They don't need it. No? It's, it's technology way beyond infrared. That's why it costs so much, 20 American. All right, bow hunting. I don't go bow hunting. I go boo hunting, and I scare the animals to death. Boo. I'm going to hunt Bo Duran is what I'm going to do. That's bow hunting. <laughs> Where is that sport prick of Maryland. taking him out? True or false? Share a gut pile with a nude. <laughs> By the way, I can see your soul when I wear my new shades. Oh, yeah? What's it look like? Dark. <laughs> Don't look at Ian. No, God, no. It's filled with other men's souls. Souls? <laughs> <laughs> Gay joke. <laughs> Good now, one, Brian. Uh, yeah, bow hunting is uh official sport of Maryland. True or false? That can't be true. No way. All right. He says false. You agree or disagree? I agree. That's right. It is false. It's jousting. Ah, huzzah! My next guess. Oh, get square. All right, Kim, here. I'll pick a square. Uh, let's go with the president. 
Ah, President Trump. Exactly right. Let's go with the president. Now, if I told you one simple thing, lady on the phone. Her name is Kim. If your yard was filled with Mexicans, (laughs) and I said, look, if you want to keep them, I'll let you keep Just like Obama did with health care. If you want your Mexicans, you can keep them. (laughs) But I want a big wall to keep that very same person out. What would you do for me? Uh, oh, well, we've got a little Stormy Daniels situation <laughs> developing. I think she likes you, Mr. President. I'm building a wall right now. I'm going to use my wall on wall. you. You'd build the build goddamn the wall. wall, that's right, because you're a good build American. And you know <laughs> that keeping two million illegals in will keep more illegals out because I build my wall. It's a perfect scenario. Beautiful. All right, here's your question. True or false? Right. Psychology is the brain trying to comprehend itself. Well, as you know, I'm a subtle genius. That's true. My brain was enhanced last week. I know. You tell everybody. It's an unbelievable brain enhancement surgery I had. I took the brain of another dead guy and just stuffed it on top of my brain, and they've melded into one gigantic super brain. What was the question? Uh, psychology. Is the yes. brain trying to comprehend itself? Psychology is fake news. They is try to tell you you're crazy, and you're like, that's fake news. I'll leave. By the way, I'd like to install the lead builder, my master builder of the new wall. Baron Trump. He built a Lego wall in the White House that I was fooled was another room. He's amazing. Huge. There's a huge, amazing wall. Right, true or false? Come on, Mr. President. I'll say psychology is the brain trying to comprehend itself, which sounds impossible. Because without a person, you can't comprehend the brain. Without a brain, you can't have a person. Okay. I just blew your mind. You're saying false? Mexicans have to go. <laughs> no. All right, he says false. True. Are you saying I'm going to go ahead and say it's true. I've comprehended my own brain. It's there. Therefore, I've psychologized. <laughs> what I just did was psychologize. I made my own brain happen. Here we are. You are amazing. Unbelievable. It's part of the deal. Uh, I just right. I just compromised the deal with my brain, and it's staying. He says true. Do you agree? Put a wall around my brain. I disagree. I shouldn't have done that. It is true. Come on. Oh, Typical woman. Oh, gets a square. Joe, you can take Trip Reeb and Chip Reeb yeah, for the win. Yeah, yeah. Let's take them. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Twin power. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah twin powers activate. Yeah. Is that what he said? Twin Form powers? Form of com. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the Phoenix <laughs> Open. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, look at what we are now. Yeah. You guys going to party afterwards oh, at the bird's yeah. nest? We're going to the bird's nest. We'll Florida. Florida. Yeah. Nelly. And Nelly, who's recently been accused of rape. Yeah, you know... Get up in the bird's nest and yeah. kind of uh, do some nesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get some, like, warm stuff around me. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, I like know, just get all snuggled in and maybe lay an egg. <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see. That's a little reeb family secret. <laughs> That's that? how we procreate. Yeah. We you make know, more well, reebs. You know, yeah. usually in that time of year, I get very busy. That's right. That's right. You're the Easter bunny. Easter obligation. That's right. Chocolate eggs? I discovered that last year. So you guys aren't mammals. No. No. <laughs> no. Well, no. I mean, well, no. we're in the form of mammal, <laughs> yeah. but we're amphibious duck-like creatures. In yeah. 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 We just well, present yeah. ourselves yeah. to you lessers as mammals <laughs> or mammalian. Yeah. Okay. Or man yeah. mammal. Look at that. Yeah. Learn something. Here we go. Here we are. Here we go. Let's Here's get your... it done. Here's your question, guys. True or false? Humans Doing share great. 50% of their DNA with bananas. Mm. I share about 75% of my banana with DNA. I would say so, what? too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. My banana is DNA. Provides it. My banana brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. Your banana <laughs> is better than mine. Yeah? Yeah, you got the good one. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what happened there? How no. Oh, he doesn't know how to use it. That's oh, the difference. Okay. Yeah. I got the oral skill. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say yeah. yeah. All right, they yeah. say true. Do you yeah. agree or disagree? Yeah. What was the question again? Humans share 50% yeah. of their DNA with bananas. They say true. We say that's true. Oh. Uh, actually, it is true, believe it or not. Oh. X gets a square. We're half bananas. You can, you can Hello. take John Travolta Hello. for the win. Hello. You can tell <laughs> when my pants are off. Boy. Of course you will, but my pants come off. I'm half banana. That's <laughs> proof. I'm John a plantain. Travolta. Get out of here, Trip. I, just, I like the way that guy talks. And now I know that for sure I'm half bananas. It's nothing better. We always know? thought it. It's like we always knew, like, okay, you know, there's something like I can't re I tried real hard to make people out of bananas, but I only have half the ingredients. All right, here's now, your question, John. I can do like Brady does those sandwiches, pork a banana, and make people. I'm going to try that later today. All related. That'd be fun. <laughs> Tracy Turnblatt's is half banana. Who's Tracy Turnblatt? You don't know who Tracy Turnblatt is? No. It's this guy I know has got half, he's half banana, half man. <laughs> all right. I'm half banana, all man. True or false, a oh mosquito yeah. has 47 teeth. True or false. A mosquito? Not what you. am I doing John over Travolta. Here? Yeah, it's like, let me have it. I know that because I watched a mosquito, ironically, eat a banana once. Okay. It took forever. I'm like, you got all those little teeth in there. Why didn't you take so long eating them bananas? And that's when I realized my wife was a mosquito. Because <laughs> she uses a lot of teeth. You have a gentle soul. True or false? Mosquito has 47 teeth. <laughs> I don't know what Larry just said, but I heard something terrible. He's, why, why is he playing charades? I understand Scientology, you know, uh, grabbing oh the yeah, cans. You grab the cans. Don't mistake that the first time you'll end up on a, a Me Too logo. A hashtag John Travolta did this. I grabbed the wrong cans. <laughs> Mosquito got baby teeth. My wife has teeth. That makes my wife half mosquito, half banana, half man. Which makes her 150% of something. I'm going to go ahead and say that mosquitoes have teeth and they're baby tiny. And they're so cute. So you're saying true. Yeah. That's why, what, Eric, what do mosquitoes do? Uh, take your blood. They bite. What do you say? I got mosquito bite. You can't bite without teeth. Otherwise, yeah, you can't. They don't use their teeth for them. Oh, you, yeah, but that's what we say because we know they got them. So then we say, if otherwise, we'd say, I got mosquito gummed. <laughs> <laughs> mosquito, he says true. A mosquito has 47 teeth. You agree or disagree, Kim, for the win? I agree. That's right. right. Nice Same way to come back. Same way to come back. Hey, Kim. Do you have teeth? I do have teeth. Arrest my case. Have mosquito. Okay. <laughs> She's half, mosquito. She's half mosquito. Oh, she's also half, half banana because we discovered that through DNA. And also half man. <laughs> or woman. She's three halves banana man mosquito. Banan banana mosquito. Bananarama. Bananarama. This is blowing my mind. I can't keep up. Adele Menzina. <laughs> no, that's not it. He's that's what she's Adele Mosquito. So no. talented. Banana Adele Mosquito. Adina Menzel. Adina Badita. <laughs> I like to wear Adidas. Tracy turned black. Yeah. All right, we got to go. Larry's next. Yeah. Let's get out of here, John. Bye, John. There you go. Yeah. Travolta's and the trips have left.
All right, let's get out of here. Larry, your show's almost over. Is my is my show almost starting? You've not seen Alexis, Mark and Alexis Pryor? Uh-uh. The whole point of Mark and Alexis Pryor is that he's a <laughs> cuckolded man who's beaten down by this loud woman in their own TV. So wait a minute. You, you got Larry before. to come in and do it with you, and he didn't even know what was going on? I, I said, but he said sure to me, he goes, he goes, you know, you got to be really, really, really quiet. So that's right. why I jumped in here. As right. loud as possible. possible. <laughs> and ruined Alexis's job. <laughs> It's the commercial every day. Hi, I'm Mark Pryor. And I'm Alexis Pryor. How have you not heard them? How have you not seen them? You've not watched TV for No, I watched plenty of TV. On know. TV, radio, they're everywhere. Everywhere. It's all of investigation discovery. So the only commercial. They're on there. The only commercial I see is uh, the half a tub. Wait, you, you watch Mrs. one show? You have mesothelioma. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm really dark in this commercial, and you can barely see me, and the background is too white. Yeah, okay. All right, well, that's a good example. Or the mesh commercials, is that all the you vaginal see? mesh. Yep. Those are rough. You could stand to make a lot of money if you have a vaginal mesh <laughs> disorder. Build that it wall. Has to no, 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 no. no Build you don't have that to have vaginal wall. Keep the Mexicans out of there. <laughs> that's what we should do. Yeah. Build, Build a vaginal giant mesh. vaginal mesh. Keeps the Mexicans away. Yes. Well, apparently it doesn't work well. Everybody's suing. Bad hey. mesh. Not for nothing, but what's wrong with your gooch? <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I could stand to make a lot of money. Hey, man. I heard that uh, the vaginal mesh is kind of breaking down. They're building walls inside their gooch. I'm not going near that. All right, let's get out of here. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic weekend. We're all done. We'll see you Monday. It's uh, goodbye for now. From the new ACU.com studios, this is the Big Red Radio, 98 KU.